Welcome to Supercast Brothers, the show where people cannot follow prompts and point at people. Instead, they're just waving their arms around like wacky inflatable flying balloon man. I think what we could do is we could play that Mario Party mini game. Where it's. I'm Santuck, otherwise known as Lister. We've got Donkey Man over here, Jono, otherwise known as Please Your God Behave Tonight. We have returning guests again. He won't leave. Ebit, Mr. Canadia, right there. He he's got the ass for it. You know it. Just ask and he'll show it. And then we have a green face. A green a green face with hands connected to its face. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. You asked me to point. I'm pointing. Hi. That's I'm true. I'm just concerned about how that that's your face. We don't talk about that since the accident. I'm sorry, I forgot. That's on me. Uh, how much do I do this time? Hmm. Hmm. I'll think on it. Fuck. Anywho, we are here to talk about stuff. Yeah, we're here. And things, even. Yeah, stuff and things, and what's it, and who's it, and whatchamacallits. Really the whole kit and caboodle, if you want to be honest about it. But... It's an on-topic episode. And that means that we got to talk about ourselves a little bit first. And I don't feel like doing it first. So I'm going to make Mr. Ebit start us off. What's going oh. on in your life? How's things going, Mr. Canada? I'm intrigued about this title that I've inherited about being Mr. Canada. Yeah. Hey, gang. I'm yeah. doing, I mean, you said you haven't watched a lot of the Marvel stuff, so I've not decided that you are the equivalent <clears throat> to Captain America because you've got Canada's Cap ass. <laughs> And if you had kept up with the movies, you would get that joke, but you don't. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it just goes over my head. Maybe catch me in three years when when we revisit Six. this episode, and maybe maybe I've I've caught up. Tell I won't probably. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess what's new with me, man? I have not been watching Marvel movies. Uh, Clearly, but I have been. Uh, it's not quite the holidays yet, but we're getting ready. There's some snow falling outside in, in uh, America's hat here. We're hanging out. Um, and I guess, like, new things that I've been up to, I've been playing some Tunic, uh, oh, which is yeah. kind of a, a fun little Zelda-like game, which I've been really digging. It's kind of inspired uh, pretty... pretty. Uh, it's a lot of homages to... A Link to the Past, uh, which is one of my favorite Zelda games. So in the spirit of On Topic, I would like to plug Tunic, which I've been really enjoying. Lots of fun, cute graphics, and the music are excellent. And then there's a really cool, uh, like, no spoilers, but like there's a cool, like, diegetic way of, like, the, the world being explored. Like, you get, like, a uh, like an in-game instruction manual to teach you how to play, like, you can pretty much do anything from the, from the outset, but you wouldn't know to do so until you have the instruction manual. So hmm. kind of gives you the spirit of like a very old classic uh, Zelda game. Okay. Yeah, a few of you have tried to force me to play that game a couple times. It's never done well in the poll, though. And me. Yeah, shame, because I, I actually have been really enjoying it. It's been... Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I highly recommend it to anybody who's looking for a Zelda-like. If you're watching this video, that might be you. 
It might be. It's definitely I've, me. I wanted to try, like, I, I looked into it ages ago, and I thought, oh, that absolutely sounds up my alley, but I just have not really had time for games lately, so it hasn't happened yet, but yeah. maybe That's soon. That's yeah. understandable. Yeah. Uh, Jake, does the clock in your bedroom make bird sounds at, on the hour? <laughs> a broken clock, much like myself, is right oh. twice a day. <laughs> Oh, you have a broken clock that's hanging up in your room. It's not my room. This is this is uh, the office in my in our house. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a clock actually that Lister gave me a few years ago, and um, oh, oh. Died. <laughs> nice. We'll fix it. Yeah, that ain't birds. <laughs> I know what that is. It's, it's funny. It's, I actually it's got far away and blurry, so I couldn't quite tell at first. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll pull it up. In and a, I was like, wait a second. minute. I know that seven. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, the first twelve Final Fantasy logos. I can go Final grab Fantasy it. Fantasy hold it up. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And then on the other side, you can also kind of see it. I have a poster which I got from Jono. So, it's uh, lots yeah, of gifts from pals adorning adorning my workspace. I actually on on a work call, I had my camera on and I was called out for having a broken clock. Uh, <laughs> one of my coworkers said. <laughs> You know, you made a really good point, but it's really hard to take you seriously because you have a broken clock in your background. <laughs> it's I mean, like, oh, oops, didn't realize you could see it. <laughs> I mean, they have a point. It's nice. part of the, you know, the charm. The, the charm of yeah. you showing me, like, yes, I have a broken brain. Please send yeah. help. Yeah, please, I need somebody to recharge yeah. my batteries, please. Nailed it. <laughs> Welcome a, to working in segue. tech, everyone. If you didn't know, we're both going crazy over it. And I see you Listener, finally I broke saw... down and bought yourself a plasma TV. Oh, sorry. Oh. What? <laughs> this is not a plasma TV either. <laughs> is, I'm a man uh... of thought. This is just uh, this is a, a constellation, actually. Uh, you can't oh, nice. definitely not going to show up in with because it's fairly fairly thin lines, but uh, it lights up. But... Yeah, so we definitely does not show up. Mm. Um, you were gonna, you were gonna Lister, ask me something. I, I, yes, this is, this is a good segue about working in tech. You uh -huh. you recently four years your job. I saw. I oh, I've been there for four years. So yeah. I hear. Uh, yeah. God, why? I want to. Forgot we got each other on LinkedIn. <laughs> I want to leave. <laughs> Nobody from work watches this. I can say things. I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been getting worse every year. Oh, free list. Are you hiring? Free list. Work from home for a minute? Please. Not currently, but I'll let you know. The Bangalore offices, maybe. Oh, okay. Okay, there you go. Go, go right on over. Uh, speaking of another segue, though. Speaking of somebody who uh, has had a hard time playing games, Jono, why don't you say what's going on in your life right now and how much progress you've made in Xenoblade Chronicles 3, or haven't? Oh, I have. I've, I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3 every day for the last four days. How much a day? Five minutes? No, usually about an hour. Mm, okay. An hour or so. We, we got to a point. I mean, I'm not going to mention where I'm at because it's going to spoil the game, but you would be very impressed. Kelly finally got to the point I wanted to talk about. I was like, oh my god, fucking finally somebody's at that point. Jesus. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 
it's a good game. Monolith yeah. just wants to destroy souls, I swear to God. No, quite literally, if you play the opening of that game. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so I, I have been gaming more recently. I think the holiday time has been good for that. Um, things are slowing down at work and, and whatnot. Uh, so I've been playing that. I picked up a few. Speaking of, um, we talked off camera about the wonderful world well, of, of thanks, Thanksgiving and Black Friday and, and how it kind of negates the me the, the togetherness of, and, and family time and, and Let's friendship. Let's be and, thankful for everything yeah. we have. Six hours yeah. later. Let's murder Grandma for a new TV. Wouldn't be the first time. America. I know there's. It's a long. How many list. grandmas have you gone through? What the fuck is wrong with you? I actually, I had ten grandmas at the start of this. Uh, oh no! How many are you <laughs> All of them are dead now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Did you at least get the TV? Yeah, plasma. It's, Woo! I bought it myself. God. <laughs> yes, I hate like, Black Friday so much. With that said, I got the Black Friday Hall of Video Games. Games that you don't have time to play. Hey, no, I ain't fast the games. We've had problems trying to make a game project, right? With our little community. We need to make Black Friday the game now where we just run over grandma's TVs. <laughs> oh, oh that's, a, that's an easy, easy one. God. You it would be. You're not me. Easy. You don't know how easy it is. No. Okay. Just do it pencil <laughs> style and you're done. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Uh, doesn't the Hotline actually, Miami already exist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's does actually Grand Theft Auto. Segway. Um, <laughs> here we are at the end of 2022. Shockingly uh, enough, like it's it's really spurred quickly, um, and really not not a whole lot crazy has been going on on this end. Besides gaming, I've also had more time to uh, read, and I recently finished up Reggie Fizeme's book. Um, and he, and he is, uh, very innovative businessman. You really get to jump into his mind and, and see where he was at, at Nintendo of America at the time. He had his hand in, in more than you'd expect. Already. Um, mm -hmm. so, uh, I recommend that book for, for sure. Um, and reading some of his advice is what spurred me to find a better job this year. Speaking of job hopping. Uh, so shout out to my man, Reggie. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, what's the book called? Sorry. Oh, um, I, I finished it yesterday and I actually need to look up what it's called to remember. So let me, it's been a long it's time. It's called Reggie fils my body, my game, my life. <laughs> yeah, it's I would interesting to read about the, my body already. Disrupting the game from the Bronx to the top of Nintendo. By cool. Reggie Fizeme, and then trying to work at GameStop, and then they won't listen to you, so you wreck their game instead. Yeah, he mentions that. How in the do book. you think? How do you think the whole GameStop stonk thing happened, Reggie? <laughs> the man on the inside. Revenge. Apparently, the the board members at the time that Reggie left were installed as like all from Chewy.com or something. Like, they were private shareholders of GameStop. And he was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but okay. It's a dog toy website. <laughs> what? Why were 
Why was Wild. Dog Toy Website people in charge of GameStop? I don't know, but he does gloss what? over it in the book in the epilogue. It's it's three executives from Chewy are the three main board members of GameStop, if I recall. That makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Awesome. That's what Reggie said. He also said CEOs that he feels like a purple weird, pigment, just, just a legendary man. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it on this end. Nothing, nothing shocking. <sighs> I'm looking forward to another full year shared with my special friends, including the three of you. I'm looking forward to Discord, Discord crapping the server again. So yes. I can get away from you. <laughs> for a glorious five it's, minutes. It's been 15 years. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so I never do anything. So my update's always about games because that's the only thing that happens in my life. I do nothing else. I play games. I talk about games. I make spreadsheets about games. It's a cycle. Vicious, some might say. But I've been playing uh, the new Pokemon games and... Uh, while, yes, the games have issues, and Game Freak should be embarrassed by these issues, it is still ten times more fun than, than Sword and Shield, and that's what's important to me. Sword and Shield was boring, I did not enjoy my time playing it, but Scarlet and Violet was fun, and I'm at the point now where I'm just trying to finish the Pokedex. Uh, I just have to evolve everything I currently got, and I have to find somebody who has Violet and be like, give me your exclusives, or I kill. It's that simple. And then I will be done with it until the inevitable DLC. And then I'm off to play another game. I don't know what that game will be. i got to figure it out. But uh, streaming, I started doing that again. Finally finished Ghost of Tsushima after having like a two-month break. When oh, I realized, yeah. man, if I had just not taken a two-month break, I would have been done in two, in two more streams. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know I was that close to finishing the DLC for it. But oh well. Uh, but I've now started uh, Virtue's Last Reward, the sequel to uh, 999, the game that was uh, people voted to force me to play back in January this year. Uh, we're play I'm playing the sequel now. I've only done one stream at the time of recording, but there will be more by the time this goes up. Uh, but it's already... The, the first game was about, you know, going through essentially um, like escape rooms, but life or death related escape rooms. And at a certain point, you'd have to you'd have to complete a good ending before you could do the true ending. But in the true ending, your character would uh, learn information that they gathered in other timelines where you didn't get the true ending. Like, so that that was a wild concept for me. And uh, the second game is pretty much just like, oh yeah, by the way, you're not on your first timeline this time around. You're on like timeline two, or the one's like, oh shit, okay, we're starting right into that's. So it's it's already getting me interested. It's like, fuck, these games are good. People making these games know what they're doing. I like games. That's what I do. Hell yeah, yeah. You, you do. Yeah. yeah, you do. They're fun. People should watch me play through them. Because sometimes it's lonely. Play the Grinch game on Game Boy Advance. Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> Tempting. Jim Carrey. Tempting. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's somebody else here. That yeah, there. <laughs> Who is that? Who are you? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Yes! Mystery man. 
well, uh, the information I'm at liberty to give is that uh, <laughs> I'm Kellen. Um... <laughs> really? Kellen? No. Oh. Oh. That's that's all the information. That's it. That's all you're getting. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that all right. Let me ask you? you this question. Here's here's a question. Here's a question. If what kind of hat is Canada? Hmm. A cozy warm toque. What the Get fuck is a toque? I don't know. Look it up American yourself. Life. You ignorance. Isn't, isn't, <laughs> isn't that something that you smoke? Oh, I just told you about okay. the fat can lighten up, bro. <laughs> so it's a beanie. That's how, that's how the French French pronounce <laughs> marijuana. Taking a toque. <laughs> Taking a toque. Oh, <laughs> pardon me for a minute. I am just about to toque up over here. <laughs> Perfect. Else to the French say, "Hey, they eat, eat, eat to the lasagna." You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they oh sure God. do, buddy. <laughs> there's gonna be exactly the there's gonna be exactly one francophone who watches this video, and you're gonna get inundated with death threats. It's oh, just don't I, worry. I want, in before that'll that happen happens. in twenty years, and by that point, we'll be dead. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh my God. Okay. It's going to be right. a murder-suicide, too, but you, know, yes. you didn't hear that from me. Yes. It'll be Jono and then me. In in what? In, in what? What's happening? That's Who? the order of death. Garfields. Oh, okay. The order of Garfields. No. No cats. No cats. Okay, sorry. That's a new rule. No cats. I guess I should be. Wait. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm so. pointing in my heart. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, Anywho. I might want to get that looked at, but I mean, I'll deal with that later. Yeah, you need help. <laughs> Did you know that Garfield was originally uh, created by Jim Davis and published locally as John in 1976? Yes. No. John Arbuckle was the main focus and not Garfield. Yes, I did know this, actually. It's a strange marketing technique, yeah. Yeah, That's... I actually said that on the podcast before, now that I, now that I mentioned it. I get it confused. I, I I forget what Garfield facts I bring up on the podcast and what Garfield facts I bring up with my coworkers. So I get confused on why I'm here listening <laughs> to this every episode when we're trying and to get into because... it. Because Because I have nothing oh, better going on oh, in my life. You wanna know um where this yeah, I wanna know. Oh okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this is the last thing before we move on. <laughs> no, I'm uh, so you're genuinely curious. Why is there Garfield on my on my TV? He yeah. wants to know why your pers yeah. why and how your personality became Garfield. What was it before? Azarda. Yeah, oh, okay. Walruses. Oh, okay. oh, they've been there from the start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pineapple it's, smoothies. It's, that's mm -hmm. austere. It's not like any of these things have left. It's it's merely a. Adopting of, of a new level of, of being. He, he's just trying to figure uh, out what an, material works and what doesn't for the rewrites of Project Believe. Oh yeah, Garfield will be in and will be in my book. I I, I purchased the copyright. Um, 
I have a good friend who who I worked with for five years, and he is the opposite of me. Not in the sense that Zantok is the opposite of me. Uh, he's a very cuddly curmudgeon. Uh, this this man was just very stable, let's say, which <laughs> very even keel. So the way that I wedged myself into our friendship of many years was through Garfield facts. I recently left that job and was gifted the Garfield you see behind me from my friends at that position. <laughs> and and he and I both had the same Garfield gift on my last day there. It was a very special moment, very tender. Uh, so Garfield's been a part of my life for as long as I can remember, but he recently came back. It's like he came back with the milk, you know? Cat um, came back. Yeah, nice cat day. came back. <laughs> Two years later, yeah. <laughs> he was a goner. And he, and he, yeah, back. and and we 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 really bonded Garfield and I after that. As a Garfield fact, every day for about about fifteen hundred days or something like that. So. <laughs> Just maybe for for context of the of the pod of the YouTube video, uh, yeah. Every every uh, Jono in in our Discord server has his avatar is his Garfield. Oh, that's nice. Avatars his avatar is Garfield. He has a bevy of Garfield related emojis to react to any situation with. More emojis and I've ever seen, and they're all Garfield. They're things. all Garfield. It's impressive. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is truly, it's just, we've been, we have also been uh, inducted into the, the Garfield friendship. Willingly or not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's nice. Oh, that's, that's, I like yeah, that. That's yeah. really cool. I, that's awesome. Yeah. Some of us just like Garfield. I Some guess. of us just like Garfield. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's just so much we can learn from him. Um, it, it really blows on you. It get it. Yeah, it it gets me emotional sometimes thinking about it. <laughs> we're we're very broken, on topic. Lister. Lister, we're very, everything. we're very on topic, Lister. <laughs> Y'all are not. We're very on topic, Lister. At least it's not a Monday. That's true. I'll give you that one. Although That's maybe true. they're listening to us on a Monday, in which case I, in which I case hope we're probably make their the day only solace in the otherwise hell that is whatever their job is. Yes. Jacob, nobody I... likes to work. Don't give me that. Nobody <laughs> likes to work. We do it because we have to. Nobody wants to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I like my job, but I would rather be doing nothing. <laughs> I would rather stream full time. Do it. Let's go. You gotta, I you gotta stream know. a little bit more because last time, last time you streamed, I recall watching and. Somebody gave a subscription, and you were like, "Why? Why do you do this? Don't give me your money. Do anything else with it." I stream <laughs> one day a week <laughs> for four hours. I'm not worth your subs. I'll take your money, but I'm not <laughs> worth your subs. 
I, I want to stream more, but I also value the few days I had that have nothing on them. Totally fair. Yeah. Anywho. We're here to talk about The Legend of Zelda. Both generally speaking, and its relation to Smash Brothers. The content that it has, the content that it could have, and arguably the content that it should have. Is there too much? Is there not enough? Is it poorly distributed across of its wide series? We'll discuss those questions. You can probably guess the answers to some of them. Because why the fuck else would this be a topic? I don't know. We don't talk about things that work. Why would you do that? That's silly. So, first of all, what I want to know is this. Yeah. What of Zelda do we do? What? I said, what of Zelda do we do? Mm, I'm asking. I get. You. What is everybody? Yeah, whatever. Like connection. What? What have you done with Zelda? Like games you played. Uh, thoughts in the series in general. Uh, why? Why were you? Why are you on this episode talking about Zelda? We're not going to pick somebody that's never played a game, right? Ah, uh-huh. ah. Uh-huh. Pick me. Pick me. Go. I'm yeah. Pick okay. Like a I'm Pikmin. Right. <laughs> a purple Pikmin, even Reggie. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, so... Reggie. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be the day? Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm not at liberty to say. Um, but I do. I I love the Legend of Zelda series. Um, I've played a whole bunch of games. Um, I don't think I've played every single one of them, but I've played a very large impressed. portion of them. Considering I'm <laughs> Japanese only, I would be impressed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've been playing. Oh gosh, Zelda games for. Oh man, I don't even know how many years it's been. It's been a long time. Anyway, love Zelda games. I love them so much. Um, and there's just so many interesting characters in each game that, you know, obviously you've got the recurring characters of like Link and Zelda, but each game has its own like side cast of characters that are all so unique and really cool. And uh, in the context of Smash Bros, I think they could uh, tap into that resource a bit more. Oh yeah. What is your favorite? Zelda game number one. Oh, okay hands down Majora's Mask I love it so much Excellent it's so creepy choice. it's like it's the perfect blend of you know it took like you've got the very popular Ocarina of Time and it takes kind of the the setting the characters of that but everything is so different you're in this kind of alternate universe and if you've started with Ocarina of Time and you come into Majora's Mask you're like it's the same but it's so different it's um, dark, which is rare. It's so dark. I love that. Oh my gosh. I love the dark, kind of melancholic, creepy vibe that this game has. The 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 Groundhog Day-esque, you know, the rewind mechanic. Super duper cool how, you know, you kind of work up. You have to then rewind, and then that unlocks a new path, and then you have to figure it out. Rewind. Uh, I think I was 10 years old and it was my second time playing the game. I, I had gotten stuck when I was a little bit younger um, and I came back to it when I was 10 and I finished the game with, I, I had found every single mask. I had done all of the Skull Tula challenge. Like I, you know, I was like, I was determined to 100% this game and I was so satisfied that I was able to uh, 
finish it with with everything <laughs> hell yeah that's extremely impressive especially like for like being a child playing through a like a game that is actually like extremely complicated intricate and like there are some very like things that are i feel like difficult coming at the game as an adult like when i when i went back my sister actually was playing majora's mask for the first time after playing through ocarina of time for the first time uh and then coming back and watching her play that as an adult and being like damn like it's actually like not very intuitive some of these things that like i'm sure eventually we we would work them out as kids and we clearly did if we've beaten games but like the same time how sometimes how did we do it <laughs> yeah and we didn't have internet guides to look up either like you just had to figure it out or spend you know a billion bucks on the the game guide book which i never did Right. Did we just um, get dumber mm. as we got older? <laughs> we, we can't, we can't do these games that we could have done back then. I got worse at games as I got older. Yeah, Same. I oh think that I genuinely was better at games when I was seven years old. <laughs> I, I agree. I feel the exact same way. I like play games that I was like, oh, I love this game as a kid. And then I just suck at it. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> mm -hmm. Age, my man. Age. And our <laughs> yeah, brain's maybe. getting fried by jobs. Oh. Microplastics. Yeah. Lead. When, and whenever I look at Garfield, though. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I was warned. Yeah. But, yeah, what what a what a good point, though. Um, and back in the day, we really, I mean, we just had Prima guides if our, if our parents would Prima afford them for us. Yeah. Yep. Uh, occasionally, the rare game FAQs uh, walkthrough that would actually be complete. Yes. But mostly oh it was the little ASCII art, too. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Mm -hmm. I still use their site. Yeah, yeah me I'm too. thrilled me too. that it still exists. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but mostly actually... it was just some guy on the playground being like, hey, did you know that you could play as Waluigi in Super Mario 64 if you jump around the Princess <laughs> Pieces Castle 40 times? Me was under the truck. <laughs> what can I say? We all know it's that true. That was true. <laughs> Sorry, Jake, what? No, nothing. No. Okay. 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 But uh yeah, what's what was your favorite Zelda game, Jake? Speaking of you. Um that's a tough question because I also really like Majora's Mask for a lot of the same reasons that Kellen just mentioned. I think like just from a game developing perspective, I have such a respect for it because like the, the the lore or at least like the urban legend or whatever around that around the development of majoras is that like uh it was basically like a big challenge because half of nintendo wanted to do or like half of the big voices at nintendo wanted to do uh ocarina of time for the ill-fated n64 disc drive or dual drive or whatever it was called yeah and the other half was like well we actually want to move on and do something new not ocarina of time with a couple extra things uh and so like there was a, the the story goes like there's like a big, a big challenge that if you can do this in a year if you can pull this off then we'll we'll go with that game and that game eventually became majora's mask so it's really fascinating from like a perspective of coming into it like it's essentially like like you you have all these assets and you've repurposed them so that they like 
are in a completely different context and tell a completely different story. So it, it's really cool to see that. Um, that kind of reminds me of what Sakurai said about all the things that have to go right and wrong for Smash to even exist in the first place. Uh, Earthbound 64 being delayed as hell, the, orig the original version of Kirby the Air Ride being canned, and it's like, all right, we need the game fast. What can you do? Well, I've got this fighting game we can do. It's like, do it. It's like, all right. That's right. Yeah, I actually I saw that video fairly recently as well. So, it's it is really it's it's so these kind of urban legends about like the the Dragon or King. maybe not really urban legends if, if it's actually from straight from yeah. Sakurai, but like some of these things. It's just such a fascinating peek behind the curtain of the industry of how, like, sometimes it really is just, like, a stroke of chance or somebody just taking, making a, a wild kind of, taking an idea and, like, go, running wild with it and then mm. making something really cool out of it. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually answer the question of what my favorite Zelda game is. I just rambled about why I like Majora's Mask. <laughs> I mean, that kind of sounded it's like such a good game. It deserves it. <laughs> it, it. It is, but I I actually have a very strong affinity to uh, the Oracle's games for the Game Boy Color, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. I don't know if I'd all, say my, they're my all-time favorites, but I have like a great love for those games. I think that it's really cool how they were able to make these two linking connected worlds uh, influence each other based on your playthrough and like it would change like you could have like a password that would carry over with you to the next world or the next leg of the story and in the end it would uh, come together and, and complete the story and you'd have that ending sequence where uh, where you actually rescue Zelda um, which doesn't happen if you're just playing one of the two games. So um, those nice. two games are awesome. I really, I think that they're really fun. Uh, and I think I, I have a, a strong uh, fondness for them. So those, they, I would say they're, if not my favorite, then they're definitely beloved to me. Fair enough. Majora's Mask and then Oracles. Yeah, probably, maybe. Depends right. when you ask me, and depends uh, <laughs> what I'm thinking about. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I get that. Yeah, totally. All right, Jono, how about you? How you do Zelda? How do I do Zelda? Um, the year was 2012. There, uh, the Wii was in its last days, as as you know, a very powerful console um really um and that Built was like a brick. back in yeah exactly and and you know i feel really nostalgic for the way that the menu was set up with the various channels it was it was a neat system um and and reading through reggie's book and reliving those glory days of the ds and we really solidified that um and we, and we got a dusting of rpgs towards the end of the wii's life because that was one of the few things the wii's didn't get exactly right there wasn't a lot of third party support that wasn't shovelware because the control scheme was so unique despite it being such a strong selling system um but nintendo came through in the end and, and they gave us four rpgs of varying flavors action adventure turn base we got xenoblade chronicles the last story pandora's tower 
and my favorite Zelda game, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. <laughs> it's a shame I don't have a camera on this computer. Oh, there it is. There a it second, is. A um, second he said it's the twilight of the Wii's life. I was like, mm, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Here we go. And, uh, I forgot Skyward Sword existed for a bell. It's like, what game are you talking about? I, what was it's like it went from Twilight Princess to, to Back to the Wild Castle, didn't it? It was like oh, wow. oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, it's like that, hey. <laughs> Um, you know, there there were. I too wish I could tensions. forget that Skyward Sword existed. <laughs> there, there Maybe were, that's there were certain, the other question. Certain certain elements of of this of the Zelda franchise that people take for granted, I think. Um, amazing overall characterization, um, incredible uh, dungeon exploring and puzzle puzzle solving, but more importantly, um, exploration. Uh, you know, like like going through Link, a Link to the Past for the first time, or or the original Zelda on the NES for the first time, um, and really wilding out, uh, setting one foot in front of the other, and and just seeing what this sprawling map has for you. What I really enjoyed about Skyward Sword is it took away all of that, and every single island that you could visit was really just a spot to unlock another treasure chest in one of three overworld locations. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that immensely. I also thought the motion controls were an A+. Jado, it's not opposite day. <laughs> and the best part was fighting the imprisoned three times. Four, five. Four, five. 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I'm pretty sure it's more him, than three. You fight him, you fight him like, at least three times, for sure. For sure, three times. Once you unlock each of the three bespoke overworld sequences. Then you fight him a fourth time for sure, and then you fight him immediately following that a fifth time. Like, first, and then I'm pretty sure you also fight him leading up to the final boss as well. When I was doing that playthrough in in your basement over, like, you know, years ago, I think I was just so filled with rage after the, the fourth time, maybe. I don't know. I probably snapped a little sooner than that. But, you know, after that motherfucker reappeared again... I was so angry. I, I, I think I've just blanked the entire experience from my mind. Can we also all agree that The Imprisoned is both one of the dumbest names for a Zelda enemy, but also one of the worst designs? What oh, the fuck is that? Not a fan. You're like popping a its with toes, toes to kill it. What the fuck? <laughs> it's disgusting. Whoever designed it should feel bad. You know what was great about it, though, was um, I really enjoyed that Fee was there for me throughout the entire journey and always made sure that I knew how to do everything. Oh, but be, I don't be, feel like I'm careful. any closer to the batteries in your Wii remote are wearing out. Yeah. Well, my favorite Zelda game is probably The Wind Waker. <laughs> that's, that's, that's better. That's a better choice. <laughs> the Wind Waker, or my favorite 2D, is A Link to the Past, and I go between either either or depending on the day uh oh, i also man. really appreciate breath of the wild it's i just can't call it my favorite uh because i know that there's so much room to improve in the sequel um with obvious standpoints like enemy variety uh dungeon types so we may get there with tears of the kingdom breath of the wild may round out my top three um just for modernizing that explorative sense in zelda that may or may not have been kind of whittled away at compared to the 2D games over the years. <laughs> there we go. All so right. how about do... you, Zantok? What oh. was that? Sorry. Oh, I, I do. 
absolutely adore A Link to the Past. So I I wanted to just tag on to that because like I, I was thinking about like the games that I really like and for some reason A Link to the Past didn't come to mind despite talking about Tunic earlier in the episode. Um and also talking about it in the same context, but I adore A Link to the Past. Even to this day, I spend, I watch a lot of like, oh yeah, A Link to the Past randomizers and and folks who play through that on Twitch. Like it's it's like I I love that game. I think that I think it is it holds up extremely well for like I. Generally speaking, be, that rounds out my top. Three. I, th- I think it's probably considered the best 2D Zelda. Like, the only other ones For I sure. ever see in the discussion against it are uh, A Link Between Worlds. Uh, and then. Amazing game. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've also heard good, good. And I know people like the Switch version of Link's Awakening. But mm-hmm. when people talk about 2D Zelda, they're talking about Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a great game. And such a nostalgia bomb, too, whenever you boot it up. Um,. What gets me really nostalgic are those opening moments where you walk into the dungeons of Hyrule Castle and find your dying uncle. That really spurs they killed the old memories. Yeah. Eric? Error. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Uncle Error. You know. <laughs> I know that guy. They found him under the truck in, on Cinnabar Island. Yes. <laughs> Uh, as for me, compared to the three of you, I have a lot less, uh, lot less history with Zelda. I'm not much of an action, uh, gamer. I don't run around and hit things when most of the games I play. Uh, I have that Amiibo too somewhere. It's set up box. Um, but I have watched a, a good amount of Let's Plays. Uh, I've minorly played, like, bits, uh, like the beginning bit of Link Pass and the beginning bit of Twilight Princess, and then I... And then the original Zelda game, I played it on uh, the, the Switch NES class. Not NES class, but the, the NES Online nonsense. Uh, but I've, I've seen full LPs of Ocarina, of Majora's Mask, Skyward Sword, which was rough to get through. Uh, I watched my brother Twilux play through all of Twilight Princess. Uh, I watched uh, The Unleaked's Awakening on Switch. I actually haven't seen a playthrough of uh, A Link to the Past, though. So at some point, I'll probably get there. But the only one I actually played and put like a serious amount of hours in is Breath of the Wild. So it kind of defaults as being to my favorite because it's the only one that I've like played. Uh, unfortunately, despite doing pretty much everything else, I never did finish it because I was playing it on Wii U and I was playing, I, I think I, I must have been playing it digitally because I, for some reason my save file was on a flash drive and I don't know why, but that flash drive is gone. So, uh, I'm never going to beat Ganon. Oh, well. I've I've seen what happens. I've I've looked it up, but it's like, well, I did everything else. It counts. (laughs) Oh, well. This doesn't make the same, but I guess. So, Eh. it's Hey, you know what? The whole, riding the horse is not fun in that game. And having to ride the horse in the final battle would not have been enjoyable. So I was like, you know what? It's okay. Damn, I I really like riding the horse. Yeah. You horse oh, girls yeah? are all the same. <laughs> Excuse you, I was a dragon girl in, like, elementary school? Okay, I play a dragon <laughs> guy in Final Fantasy fourteen. so. <laughs> so you're a lion's kid. 
No, that was the before times. Ah. So, this brings us all around to our actual discussion for now. Now that we've established how well we do or do not know The Legend of Zelda, let's talk about what Smash has done with the series. Now, for the most case, characters are what people tend to care about. But we're going to try and discuss things a little bit more, like the stages at the very least. Uh, and just going over through a brief overview of what Smash has already done so far. So, the original Smash Bros. game introduces G. Wouldn't you know... Link is in the game. A big shock, I know, right? Gino? Yes, Gino, uh, otherwise known as Link. Uh, we also had a stage of Hyrule Castle based off the Ocarina of Time version. Uh, and then Melee added a few more characters, uh, Zelda and Sheik, being able to transform into each other. We got a younger version of Link from Ocarina of Time, which is still... <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know why. We Should got Saria. Yeah. We got Ganondorf, which was really cool. It'd be cool if he didn't just fight like Captain Falcon, oh. but you know, that's something to maybe be fixed bit by bit with each future game. We got two more stages. Uh, Temple, which was actually based off of the adventure of Link's Temples, and then Great Bay from Majora's Mask. And uh, also, I apparently picked a really good picture for the stage background of this episode because you guys are both talking about how much you love Majora's Mask. I was like, I'm just going to pick Great Bay for the picture for this episode because, sure, I like it. So it's that. Uh, Brawl only gave us Toon Link as a new character, while also ditching Young Link, and I'm just like, okay. Huh. Yeah. Explain, I don't know why. It's like, okay, so we got rid of one character to basically replace them with the same thing. Okay. Uh, but we got new stages. We got Bridge of Elden from Twilight Princess. We got the pirate ship from Wind Waker, which is arguably the best Zelda stage in Smash, in my opinion. IMO 2. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we I... also were given assist trophies starting in Brawl, and they gave us Tingle to represent The Legend of Zelda. Yes. And there are mixed opinions about Tingle, which I'm not going to get into. Tingle is my friend. Yeah, it's not shocking. Then Smash 4 came around, and we got no new Zelda characters. People who hate Tingle can catch these hands. But we got Young Link back. No, he yeah. didn't. No, he didn't. That was ultimate. We didn't even get Young Link back in Smash 4. What am I talking no, about? Didn't. Instead, we got some new stages. Gerudo Valley, which is a pretty cool one from Ocarina of Time. Then we got the Spirit Train from Spirit Tracks, and, you know, Leave It to Me became a meme. <laughs> And then we got Skylock from everybody's favorite Zelda game, Skyward Sword! Woo! Yeah. Gr is Groose there? No, Groot is not there. I like Groose. Well, Groot's it not has there. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then, you know, finally Smash Ultimate where, you know, everyone is here, including Youngling. Now he's actually back. It's like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Think Smash we 4 added these issues. trophies. Did I miss those? Yeah, Smash 4 did add more Sith trophies. We got Midna, Girahim, and Skulk. It was like, alright, cool. These are some good characters. Why are none of them playable? Should have been Girahim from the best yeah, Zelda game. Fuck Girahim. So, so stupid. I don't like him. Anyways, ultimate. I like when he also, got... What? Now. He moves his tongue like that. Girahim. God. Uh, then ultimate also added yeah. Pig Ganon as a boss based off his Ocarina of Time version, which is a really fun Badass. Uh, we only got one new stage, Great Plateau Tower, which 
Really? Really? You have all the Breath of the Wild. We just get the Great Plateau oh. Tower. I, yeah, I, my we'll assumption has to be that Breath <laughs> of the Wild was still in development when Sakurai was picking the stage. He's just like, that one's like, all right. Could have had Zoro's What domain. gets me is we the tower that's Mountain. We could have had the Great Plateau it does itself. In Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Like, the collapsible tower is jarring. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we got one more assist trophy in Ultimate. The moon. Yep. <laughs> the moon. The we moon became an assist trophy. For a while. And it was yeah. revealed before Skull Kid was. So people were thinking, like, oh my god, is, does this mean Skull Kid is a playable? Because moon assists? Skull Kid playable? It's like, no, it doesn't. He's an assist. She was like, oh. That would have been an incredible combo. I know, right? Although I would probably have the moon be his final smash. But the Grinch even told us that cool. Skull Kid, yeah, would be playable. Skull Kid was not part of the Grinch League. <laughs> Weren't they? Weren't they? Wasn't it? I think he was. Skull Kid, Isaac, a couple others that didn't make I it. I know in. how to find out because I made a spirit battle for the Grinch on Smashtopia. Oh, off you the did. League. Uh, Does anyone want to? Skull Kid was not part of it. It was Banjo Kazooie, Chorus Kids, Gino, Isaac, Shadow, and Mock Rider. Oh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, I like that guy. There's jewelry coming out of him um, right now. That's weird. So now that we've established what Smash actually brought into, uh, brought from Zelda, rather, not including you know outfits and items and music, because that's a lot to go through. What do we think? This is let's answer the first let's answer the first question right here. Has Smash done right by the Legend of Zelda? Is it represented <clears throat> fairly? I should also add that Ultimate varied up the outfits for the characters. So Ganondorf is no longer based off his Twilight Princess slime like he was in Brawl and Smash 4. He's back to his Ocarina of Time looks. Uh Sheik is Ocarina of Time inspired, but Zelda is based off of uh Link to the Past League Between Worlds. And then Link is based off of Breath of the Wild. Meanwhile, you know, obviously Toon Link and Young Link are from their respective games. So at least they varied out the games with the outfits, but... So the question is, is has Zelda been treated fairly, and is it fairly represented? Yes. And, and, okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's one vote for no. Yeah, how about you guys? I think for like a... a like a mainline Nintendo series game that has so many cool characters. Um, it feels a little lame just to stick to the, the main trio, essentially. Like, you know, you've got a few links and, you know, they've they've switched up Zelda slash Sheik a little bit. And I like that they made them separate characters in more recent games. Um, and, you know, Ganondorf is there. Cool. But I... I forgot to say, I haven't played any of, of Smash Ultimate, but in, like, earlier games, he was, you know, just a clone of, you know, he and Captain Falcon were essentially the same guy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Ganondorf was, like, the heavy version. Um, so, you know, he wasn't a unique character. And in my opinion, I feel like you could replace Ganondorf with... You know, there's so many other villains in, in Zelda, like, that could have a truly unique moveset um, that... You know, yeah. In short, I think I think they could uh, I think they could do a bit more. Yeah, like in, in fairness, Gandorf was only added because, like, much like several of the other characters in Melee, they had time to either add like one completely different character or like six characters that were built off of others. And mm -hmm. Gandorf was one of those lucky six and got built off Captain Falcon. And with each game since then, Brawl, Smash Four, and Ultimate, 
he's been made a little bit different every time. Like, he's getting further away from Captain Falcon, but it's like baby steps. It's like, you don't got to do baby steps. We could do a big step. You want to you wanna keep Gandorf as is? Cool. Give us Black Shadow. Let F-Zero have a second rep, and then you can just do whatever crazy nonsense you want to do with Ganondorf. Or kill Ganondorf and bring in Ganon. Give me Vati. Give me Vati. Give yeah. Me Vati. I mean, Vati would be out, but I, I'm specifically seeing like as a way to preserve Ganon, but also have mm. to be different. Go with the Ganon design from uh, Oracles and Link to the Past. Give me the blue furred pig Ganon with a trident. Yeah, like beast I would form love Ganon. That yes, it would be so good. Another and it might be a way. I... Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead, Kelly. Okay, thanks. Um, what I was going to say is, that I think it, it might also be a way to introduce like people who are only familiar with like the the biggest Zelda games, where you know Ganondorf is always Ganondorf. Yeah. Um, seeing you know blue beast form Ganon, they're like, who the heck is this guy? What game is that? You know, that might introduce people to the like less well known Zelda games. Yep, I'm really hoping that for Tears of the Kingdom, instead of being like, let's see human calamity again, it's like, nah. Nah, I don't care about human Ganon. Show me Beast Ganon, and not this whole smoky, slimy, plasma-y shadow form Ganondorf. I'm like, show me, show me the Beast. If they make him humanoid, I at least want him to look like really fucked up, like the terrifying mummy that we got in that little teaser trailer. Oh, I'm like, right, I forgot about that. That is so spooky. So I'm like, you know what? That's cool. Don't he just make him like another Gerudo clone, because it's like, yeah, whatever. No, I want to see like terrifying, fucked up, almost <laughs> human Ganon. Like, I think that would be really cool. Have you seen Ganon's design, or Ganondorf's design, rather, in Hyrule Warriors, the original Hyrule Warriors? No, I'm going to go look that up he's, right now. He's this, he's this beefy dude. He's got, like, massive-ass hair. It's like, dude. Hyrule Warriors did an amazing job with its character design. Say what you will about the gameplay and the story, but the character <laughs> design was on point. It's It's... True, like, the Hyrule Warriors games, I, I've not played them, but I think talking about series that have actually done really right by the variety of um, characters in a franchise, yeah. particularly the, the Hyrule Warriors games, that we talk, we, I think in a different episode, we've talked about Hyrule Warriors in the context of, like, uh, King, what's his name, Bosphoramus. King Daphnis <laughs> and King... Uh... Mr. Yeah. Mr. Hyrule himself. The, the, the um, kings of Hyrule. King Death yeah, is King Rome. We're, yeah, we were talking about this in, in a different episode, I think. But, um, like, it, it's a series that is done really right by uh, a lot of different Zelda games and, and shown just how varied those the characters are, how you could completely make, like, very compelling and interesting characterizations yeah. out of... A lot of them, like in in Age of Calamity, for example, you have all of the champions. In uh, as I understand, in the classic Hyrule Warriors, you've got like representation from all across. You've got you've got Midna. You've got pretty sure like don't don't you have Marin from Link's Awakening? You have like Marin, yeah. It, you've like you have Marin Agatha from Twilight Princess. Agatha from Twilight Princess, which would got, not have been on my bingo board. You've got the the freaking king of red lions like it, it's it doesn't have to go that far with smash obviously yeah like nobody wants a uh, hyper saturation of any one franchise it clearly just breeds 
uh, quite a lot of contempt <laughs> among us. One big favoritism. Yeah. See, I, I wonder what series we could be referring to. <laughs> Another Warriors franchise. Um, but yeah, uh, what I what I mean is, <laughs> I think that uh, like for Zelda in particular, like Kellen said, it's a real shame that they've kind of aired very cautiously in who they bring into yeah. one of the flagship Nintendo franchises. Like Mario has a lot of representation. It's great. And I think as it should, it is definitely Nintendo's face. Yeah. Um, like people will say I, that there's too much Mario or it's like, I mean, we're really, really at Mario. It's like, we're really not. There's still Toad and Goomba. Waluigi at mi- Dr. Goomba <laughs> Tower. <laughs> there's Toad and Waluigi at minimum. There's Paper Mario. There's Gino if you want to go that route. Gino. Mike. We don't have to dwell into, oh, look, Piranha Plant. Goomba. Dr. Dr. Goomba Tower. Um, no, but I, 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 I agree because it, it is really like, yeah, it is a real shame that we haven't gotten more Zelda representation in terms of characters. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It, it. It go, but going back to even the original point, like there's also such a varied locale, like set of locales that you can pick from, like a lot of interesting dungeons, a lot of interesting like different geographies in the Zelda games. Like each one comes with all kinds of different biomes and like areas to explore. That that the exploration aspect is like the heart of it, what Miyamoto has talked about in terms of like what inspired him to create Zelda in the first place was that sense of exploration. Yeah. And, and so that's what I love most about the games is yeah, like, you, you do feel like you're exploring. You're like, wow, this is really cool. And like, sorry, I'm going to tangent for two seconds. Do here. it. Um, speaking of like existing maps in smash and my favorite game, um, like Majora's mask, of all places to pick, Great Bay, really? Like, it just feels kind of bland. Like, they could have done the clock tower. They could have done the massive tree at the end of the game, like, where all the the, the mask, the four mask spirit guys are. Um, where else? Like, I, there's just other cool locations. They could have done, like, the frog pond with the fairy fountain. Um, but they're like, I don't know, this hook-shaped building, which, like, it's not bad, but I don't know. I feel like, again, there was... Smash There's more is cool things. Weird about the upside stages. down tower from, you know, the last, uh, uh, what is it even called right now? I can't even remember what it's called, but the Stone place Tower where... Temple. Yes. Yeah. Where you flip it upside down. Wouldn't that be a really cool fighting stage where all of a sudden everything just kind of goes. Whoop? I totally pretty cool. Uh, like, I mean, uh, we have that with the Metroid stage, but if we got not... before, then yes. <laughs> That's true. I, I was thinking about about uh, what's that? The frig, frigate Orpheon. Yeah, frigate Orpheon. From is that a new thing? The, no, it's it in, was it's in brawl. Brawl, I think. Yeah, it's brawl. Yeah. Hmm. So, it, it like it, they could have done. They could have easily done. I would have done clock instead of, easily instead of yeah. And you give it a, like a whole time mechanic where like it's passing through each day and like the sky is getting all this darker and shit and things are starting to happen on the stage. But then something happens, like, all right, and we're back to day one. Everything is it's really interesting people. that you guys mentioned that, because actually, uh, 
Super Smash Flash yeah. 2 has done Clock, Tower, Clock Town as a stage in um, in in their game. So it, you you fight in front of the Clock Tower and it goes through the three days. And I, I like I think that like it's a perfect it that it would have been a really workable good stage choice yeah. like totally. Me- melee in fairness to melee had a very <laughs> tight turnaround from smash 64 to melee there was not a lot of time in between games so just the <laughs> fact that we did get uh the stages that we did and they look pretty fucking good for the most part oh absolutely like, there's so much like okay odd choice to include this one but there was not a lot of there. It was, it was like what a year, two years between sixty four and melee, for, from release to release. It's like pretty much like Smash Four and Ultimate. They finished sixty four. It's like all right, it's time for melee. We got to start working on it. Totally. Um, yeah, it was a super tight turnaround, and and the the huge jump in quality from sixty four to melee. Um, it's literally oh my gosh, Smash yeah. 2. Is... Literally Smash 2. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, and I, and I, I'll give Great Bay this. I like the turtle. There's uh, Tingles the turtle. there. Tingles there. You, you can hurt Tingle. Uh, I like <laughs> running up and down <laughs> underneath that little bridge. That's, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and if there were a clock down ta- uh, stage, I'm I'm happy that Tingle would probably be there too. So, don't know. Yeah. I mean, the the I four like giants do appear. Yeah, the the four and the balloons a platform when it's not popped too, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Great Bay does have you know like the moon getting close for the stages going on, and then the four giants will appear and be like, uh uh-uh, uh, go back to your sky where you belong, and they'll push it away, and then they disappear and fuck off. But I like that at least they have that preserved from Majora's Mask. At least, like, well, it's not the most. It's not the location you would expect to be included. It at least has a fun background, and the platform arrangement is pretty unique, even among stages today. Right. Totally. Um, I, I, I guess I'll start kind of like with what I do like about the Zelda representation in Smash. Um, most of the stages are fairly interesting even if the execution by modern standards is lacking i mean great bay was i think arguably pretty good for the time uh bridge of elden i mean some people love it some people hate it but it's a landmark location at the very least uh pirate ship is freaking awesome uh temple again most people love it it's a it's a flagship stage um so so there's there's a fair there's a fair amount of good there um, my and and I I do like that Sakurai at the very least gave us that broad series representation in Ultimate finally by saying okay let's convert Zelda to the Link to the Past design I'm very salty that we don't have new character design amiibos by the way yeah uh, or, or Ganondorf too yeah. I hate I hate Ganondorf's look in Smash Four like it's it's still his Twilight Princess design but they changed it from Brawl Slight to have like that light sword scar on his chest and it looks so bad i hate it and i hate that it's on his amiibo well i i think it's also interesting because that for that shows at, in the 
timeline Twilight Princess exists in, Ganondorf actually survived that and just moved on to Smash. I mean, Ganondorf survived Pretty. everything. Yeah, he does. Even, even my affection, which is really saying something. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I, I do like that. I think that, and I do agree that Great Plateau Tower, I mean, it's probably not coming back in Smash Shakes. Like, please, dear Lord, no, because it's it's a bad stage, frankly. But, you know, benefit of the doubt. I think New, New Donk City Hall and, and Great Plateau Tower are probably both made and both don't represent their games very well because of the development crunch time. Nintendo being like, oh, you should put this in there. And Sakura's like, I have no idea how this works. Okay. I mean, for both of them, <laughs> um, they could have just done Great Plateau itself and it could have been mm-hmm. situated like at the base of the tower or showed a couple shrines in the background or had the old man be there with his house. Or mm-hmm. with, uh, um, fuck it, what was the other one? The Mario one, that tower. New Donk City Tower, whatever the fuck it's called. New Donk, C- mm-hmm. New Donk City Hall. God. Yeah. Again, just call it New Donk City and have it be at the at the floor. Uh, mm-hmm. just in the towers on top, you can do a couple platforms at it. Then you also have, like, the street lights that you can find on top of or something. Or then one of the taxis could be just sitting there. But then yeah. you have to go tower, tower. And then also... Moray Towers for Splatoon. Why are there three new tower stages in <laughs> Ultimate? Honestly. In Spiral Mountain is DLC right. pretty close to being a tower. Let's be honest. Stone Tower mm-hmm. Temple. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus. The other two. Um, and I do enjoy the very, you know, the broad selection of spirits and trophies we've gotten over the years. Uh, certain event matches like the one where you fight Dark Link in Melee was pretty, yeah, was pretty cool. Uh, the, the remixes, the music that we get are, are pretty consistently awesome. Uh, like the Ocarina of Time uh, medley that came out during Brawl is still like a huge callback. Uh, True. The, Gan- the Ganon boss in Ultimate is amazing. We got a whole uh, section uh, in mm-hmm. the World of Light stream mode based off of the Sacred Land. Yeah. And uh, and the assist trophies, I mean, they're they're pretty cool. I mean, you would wish that Skull Kid or Midnight were playable. But they're at least there. The moon's there. Gearham's there. I mean, that's pretty solid. I wish Tingle were actually in Ultimate. I don't know why they just, like, took him out. It's pretty random. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Uh-huh. Like, there's some descriptions this movie. So we're just like, yeah, we're not going to have you in this game. It's like, but but why? Yeah, I just don't feel mm-hmm. like it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Like, where did yeah. Isaac go in Smash 4? He's in Brawl. Gone with Smash 4. And he's like, okay. Apparently people want you to be in the game. So I'll make your assist trophy instead of being playable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, at least his assist trophy is a big upgrade over the version in Brawl. So like, at least that mm-hmm. is that, but... Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I like having the Deku scrubs and the bubbles and whatever in Smash Run and Smash 4. Uh, so there's been some cool representation, but it's when you look at Mario, you look, you at, look Pokemon at Pokemon, and... you look at Fire and... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you consider at, at this point, you know, Mario and po- Pokemon are the n- number one and number two. I guess Pokemon's number one, Mario's number two, and that rep- that shows in the character representation yeah. of those series. But Zelda's number three. It's a, it's a best-selling video game franchise that's been around for damn near 40 years. Uh, yeah, 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 I know. Uh, treat it with, with respect. And I, I don't know if there's someone in the development crew whispering in Sakurai's ear, you know, this isn't very important, let's move on. But we haven't had a new character in Zelda technically since Melee. Technically, yeah. Because Toon Link, in my opinion, you know, he's 
semi-clone. Yeah, it's a different of, model, yeah, it's... and there's some different properties. But mm-hmm. Toon Link is argu- Toon Link and Brawl is arguably Young Link and Melee, arguably. Mm-hmm. And and Lister and I, I mean, we've had conversations in the past about what we would do to approach this roster. We we have and a, make it better. We yeah. have a whole episode where we took Toon Link's moves and we're just like, yeah, make it a new one. Yeah, because at this point, Toon Link is represented by so many titles in yeah. in, in the series. Uh, your Wind Waker, your Minish Cap, mm-hmm. Four Swords, uh, Spirit Tracks, Phantom Hourglass. It goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can like, pull from all that. Link becoming Wild Link and Ultimate helped to differentiate the three. But then there's still <laughs> the two. It's like, how different are you? I mean, don't... Let's not ask a competitive player because then they'll go on a rant about, actually, they're very different, you fucktards. But how <laughs> different are they? Well, one drinks the milk, and the other does, does a little conduct of his baton. I thought you were going to say, like, he dances with his pig. He does that, too. He does that, too. <laughs> but, yeah. I I think, um, From yeah. a casual perspective, there's not a difference. No. no. And I, I, like, with all the visual intrigue of of the Zelda games, the characterization... The characterization makes them different, but like the they play the exact same. Well, yeah. not yeah. the exact same, but and they're, they're borderline yeah. like close enough that you know they may as well be. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's the space like what animals, we were saying. But... It's like what we were saying about the clones of like between you know Ganondorf and Captain Falcon in Melee and and Brawl and to some extent Smash Four and finally a little bit different in Ultimate, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, like I, I do think that there's there's something to be said for declonifying or de-echoifying the characters. But correct me if I'm wrong, like is Young Link branded as an echo fighter of Toon nope. Link? And... No, no, they're not. Neither, oh, okay. They are both full characters. Neither one of them are echo fighters. Uh, they might hmm. ha- they might have semi clone status with regular Link. Uh, see, like like I mean, and that's that's a fan terminology. To be fair. But, um, like, Young Link was one of those characters that was added to Melee as one of those six extra ones. So, yeah, uh, Melee, Young Link is considered a full clone of Link. Uh, Toon Link is considered a semi-clone in Brawl. Uh, Same thing for Smash 4. And then Ultimate, I think they're both going to be labeled a semi-clone instead of being full clones. Uh, Actually, no, Young Link is still called a full clone of Link for Ultimate, even. It's like, what is the point of that? Take Young Link... And put a mask on him. <laughs> Give him Have a mask Link. powers. That'd be pretty cool. Go Pokemon Trainer. Deku Link, Goron Link, Zora Link. Oh, yes. I, I've had plans to do this for the last several years, and I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. I'm hoping to do it next year. I'm hoping to have it done next year. I think that would be really cool. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Young Link made sense back in Melee when they're just... You know, again, if you're strapped for time, you don't have as big a pool of characters to pull from. And you're right. like, you know what? Yeah, let's give them like just slightly different movesets from adult Link. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. Great. Go ahead. Um, but now that we're, you know, so many more years here in the future. And I think like in terms of if you're just going to compare Young Link and Toon Link, uh, Toon Link is a bit more unique. Like he stands yeah. apart. Um, he's got his own series, you know, like the, the spirit tracks and wind waker and, you know, it's got its own style. Um, and I definitely think like there's a place for, for Toon Link. Um, but if you've got like your adult Link and 
you know, if you're just making young Link a clone of him, well, like, he doesn't really bring anything to the table anymore. Yeah. Um, I love your mask idea. I think that would be really, really cool. Um, again, that just adds something that makes that character distinct. Or at the very least, like, you could get rid of young Link altogether and just pick from, again, the plethora of other really cool Zelda characters that are out there. Right. Um, you know, I think you mentioned Midna and I've just, you know, been kind of mulling over in my brain. I'm like, yeah, what would that look like? Because you could do kind of the, the melee-esque, like, chic Zelda transformation between, like, Imp Midna and, like, you know, humanoid Midna. Um, or you could have her, like, riding on the wolf. You could have her, you know, just floating in her little form. And, you know, her hair can do so many different things. Oh, yeah. um, or if you use, like, you know, the mask uh, or whatever the heck it was called. The, fused, the shadows. fused shadows. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the fused shadows. You know, like, there's just, there's some cool stuff that you could do with that. Um, so cool, in fact, that we did a whole episode making a moveset for Midna. <laughs> oh, there we go. See, I'll Hell have to go yeah. and watch that. All right. Because uh, we, we have I her on so like, the, the Twilight Wolf the whole time because oh, okay. that's how it is in Hyrule Warriors. Like, it's not Wolf Link in Hyrule Warriors. It's like a whole other it's Twilight the combo. Wolf. Like, they hey, come together. <laughs> precedent is set. There we go. Mm -hmm. But and like, the, the one thing I'll say in defense of Young Link is that he only came back for Ultimate, and Ultimate's whole idea was everyone is here. Every single character was brought back, even mm -hmm. Pichu. Mm -hmm. And Young Link wasn't really changed at all from his Melee version, but it's also probably because Link was updated to being uh, Breath of the Wild Link, so he had the remote bomb. Uh, he, could fire, he could fire a second arrow if you charge things right. Or you like you picked up an error or something. I don't. I'm not too clear on how that worked. So Young Link was kind of like the Smash Four Brawl version of Link still, while Link himself was changed up. But it's like, but if we get another Smash game and it's not just everyone is here part two, which no fucking way does that happen again. Uh, I Young Link either needs to go or be completely refreshed. Mm hmm. Until Nintendo uses all that illumination money to get secure the rights for Ultimate Two. <laughs> yeah, good luck with uh, Square Enix. Yeah, I know they're 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 the reason why it, everyone is here almost yeah. didn't happen because they're mm -hmm. just like we want oh, wow. to be DLC again because they wanted all their stuff to be DLC and it's like, but face wow. roster cloud and we'll give you two DLC slots. It's like fine. <laughs> and then they got a third, but Sora was a bonus fun deal. Oh yeah, oh yeah, literally an elevator chat. Speaking of just yeah, yeah, just the, the funny thing was it, we it, yeah. like everybody assumed Disney was going to be the problem with Sora. <laughs> Disney was just like, sure, go for it. No, Mora was the sticking point. <laughs> he was the problem child. <laughs> Which thinking about it, not really surprising. It's No Mora. <laughs> oh boy um yeah he's like sakurai-san do you like zippers <laughs> <laughs> and belts and belts and belts. what about right. a zippered belt <laughs> oh, man. what if mario a little too spicy <laughs> what if mario's hat had a zipper in it oh god <laughs> oh my god have you seen what donald you duck's hat in, in, in kingdom hearts 2 that hat should not mm -hmm. exist <laughs> there is no way that this hat should physically exist. It is so, so stupid. As soon as you said that, I just had a nightmare vision of of Cappy 
but like mm-hmm. they gave him a mouth, but it's a zipper, and you know, like, <laughs> oh hey Mario, <laughs> like oh no, <laughs> oh my god, no more oh. must have worked on Splatoon too. Oh yeah, <laughs> zipper, <laughs> giant ass fucking zipper. <laughs> Why? Oh my god, I got, I have, uh, I have a. Uh, Zelda and Smash related question for you guys because we were talking we were talking about stages and exploration being such a focus of Zelda. Um, is there any uh, are there any locations that you feel are like criminally missing as far as stages go? Not as badly as Mario is missing Bowser's Castle, but mm. like spe- that's the most missed thing of any franchise. What the fuck? Yeah, now that you mention it, I'm like, I, I can't believe that that's not in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I, I can't say if I know of anything that's, like, criminally missing, because, again, like, I don't have as much of the Zelda personal history that you three do. But mm-hmm. I know the things I want to see the most, like, I want to see Death Mountain as a stage. I want to see Zora's Ooh. Domain as a stage. Yes, I um, love the Zoras. Yeah, I think those would be two great locations. Uh, and then the other thing that comes to mind is the place of the big egg. In Link's Awakening, I can't think of what it's called. A windfish egg. Yeah, yeah like that, that, that location, Tal, Tal that mountain. Taltal Heights, yeah. Mount Golden. Like, I think that'd be a fun location to see on the stage. That would be really cool. For sure. I agree. Um, well, you mentioned Clock Town. That's a pretty good answer for, yes. for something that's criminally missing. Uh, especially if Skull Kid eventually makes it in. I think that there's a fan fervor there, and he, he has a pretty good shot. At least compared to most other characters, probably him and him and Impa per a poll that Lister and I saw recently um, are up there in terms of popularity. Um, I'll, I'll preface this to to go back and springboard back into the character discussion real quick. I will um, accept the next Smash keeping the same characters that we currently have and not including any any new characters if they are rapid rampantly renovated. If Ganondorf I, I is finally would not. cloned, yeah, I want at yeah. least two new Zelda characters. Unless we're getting oh, like a well. major, unless we're getting like a major cut of the roster, mm-hmm. like, like severely cutting down from like eighty something like fifty or whatever mm-hmm. the hell. Then okay, I'll accept mm-hmm. one new character. But otherwise, Zelda mm-hmm. needs two new characters. Stat. Oh, I agree. And those those two new characters in my mind. I mean, you slap a mask on on Young Link, and <laughs> there you go. You have three. That doesn't count. Uh, that doesn't count. No, no, no. no. I still think in... Vati would make a really cool character. Oh, play. yeah. yeah. Back I, in the Brawl days, the character, still... the character I cheered for the most was Vati. That's who I wanted back in Brawl the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not even sure which character yeah. I want the most now. Um, there's a strong amount that could be included that just haven't been <laughs> it's like it they um, act like it's like well that's only a one-off character we don't want to add that like you did chic yeah i mean really you throw any feasible sensible argument out the window when you include piranha plant <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah um and technically most of the fire emblem characters up until the point heroes came out were also one and done characters well uh, well act well mm-hmm. At, le- at the least with Fire Emblem, though, until Roy's game, they were all in the same uh, Arcanea universe. Mm. Or Altea, whatever the American-Japanese version is like. Uh, obviously, Marth's games, but um, 
Thrasia and genealogy in uh, Gaiden, they were all still in that same frame of the world. They were all still referencing each other. <laughs> it wasn't until Roy that we actually got a break from that section of Fire Emblem. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think Batra from Skyward Sword would make a great character inclusion for a unique character. Okay, I don't have a graphic for that character, so I can't... He's a cool guy. Um, <laughs> that's That's okay, I mean... Who would have known, right? But okay, maybe maybe fee then. Maybe fee, right? There you go. There you go. I think we can there bring you fee up. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you're you're nailing it right now. I think you're you're yeah. definitely the crowd is the crowd is not booing you right can now. She, yeah. Hey, would but fee fee's be playable Hyrule Warriors. Is Fee's special smash annoying her foes to death? <laughs> That's Navi. Actually, uh, Navi comes out from behind Fee, and the two of them just like, tag team. They just circle around the character. Ah, now that's the Zelda sheet combo that oh. we want. <laughs> yeah. And hey, I mean, it, maybe Master. maybe that's the the move set is all the partner characters. So you get Midna, you get Zelda, or you get uh, oh. Navi, you get oh, that's poor Midna. Yeah, poor Midna. Don't poor Midna. Do so dirty like that. Don't do that. Maybe it's actually a character, unlike the other two. What if we like narrowed it down Battle. to like the fun, you know, sidekick characters, like the I can't remember his name, but the hat from um, Minish Cat. Eslo. Yeah. yeah. So Fee is wearing Eslo. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Now we're talking. I think we Fee, have something here. Fee is wearing Eslo, and then Navi, Tattle, and Tail will all fly around. What about consider this like just an all Legend of Zelda like fighting game? <laughs> I mean, listen, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I want the all Zelda fighting game. I want the all Mario fighting game. I want the I want a real all Pokemon fighting game, and not the nonsense that was Pokemon tournament. I want give me the all Fire Emblem fighting game. Give me the fighting games, please. <laughs> Where's the Nintendo versus Capcom? Yeah. Yeah, that would be so unbelievably cool. God, oh yes. my gosh. Yeah. That's a, that's its own, the, own video the topic. Only problem I feel. Would be, yeah, that could be oh, a the entire Nintendo roster would just entirely. be oh Smash characters. It wouldn't be anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kinda like how true, all the, the latest Marvel games are like, oh, we're just gonna include the people who've been in the movies because you know that's what people are hyped about. And it's like, yeah. well, what about the people who actually enjoy comics? <laughs> It'd probably fall into the same problem. For, for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, there were only two characters on the Marvel side that were not in the MCU. Oh Captain Marvel, who had a movie announced, and then Nova, yeah. who we're still waiting on. Those were the only two characters. <laughs> Infinite had a lot of issues. Mm. Um, as far as stages are concerned, that besides Clocktown, that I think would be would be cool. I, I actually think that we we got a fair. I mean, I am spoiled because I had my basically what my number one wish for Zelda stage came coming through back in Brawl with Pirate Ship, oh, yeah. uh, which, mm -hmm. which has come through time and again. So I think we're really spoiled with, with that stage at the very least. Um, and I think there's like Garuda Valley's neat. The first Hyrule Castle is pretty cool. I I think we can get a. I think I'd it could like, stand for an update, though. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mm -hmm. Give us a mm -hmm. modernized version of Hyrule Castle. It doesn't have to be yeah. based off of Breath of the Wild, but can we have one that's not so polygonal? Right. A Bre Breath of the Wild is a cool design, or, or maybe the Twilight Princess design, and yeah. and have it in, in that realm. Uh, we could shuck Bridge of Elden. I mean, it's just a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to go that route. It's like, it might be an um, iconic location, but boy, is it boring. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> wow. you, you'd mentioned John about like how it is and like you know it's an iconic locale from Twilight Princess, and it is like it's mm-hmm. it's in the intro sequence. I as I recall, yeah. uh, Elden Bridge. Um, but like, yeah, I I I do kind of think it's <laughs> so it's kind of it, it was it was it's not that interesting visually of a stage. Like it's a very cool, like a very memorable moment uh, Mm -hmm. when you're jousting on the bridge in the actual game itself. But like, as As far as like, it just doesn't hit the same. It's not quite the same to have like this big threatening King Goblin charging across the bridge. Like when you're like really not paying attention to him and you just, you just backflip over him and you're like, yeah, yeah, keep going. I'm busy punching the heck out of Captain Falcon yeah. over here. It's, it's, yeah. It yeah. kind of loses its its charm. Bridge of Building <laughs> as a Smash stage is good for one thing and one thing only. And that is Jigglypuff's Final Smash being permanent when you do the glitch. Mm-hmm. Oh. True. Yeah, oh, uh, they, there is some glitch. I don't remember exactly how you make it work. But it has something to do with... Um, uh, having Jigglypuff's Final Smash be activated when the bridge is repairing itself, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then Jigglypuff will just be stuck in the giant size. It's like, okay. Well, That's incredible. I lose. <laughs> well, guess I'll die. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to other... run off the edge. <laughs> other stages, I mean, I think that a stage at the Great Deku Tree, whether it's inside Ooh, or, or outside, yeah. would be pretty cool. Um, this wasn't... It's maybe my least favorite game in the series or close to it, but Phantom Hourglass would be a cool area to, to pull from for a stage. That, that whether temple you're traveling online. The <laughs> yeah, the Temple of the Ocean King. I mean, it kind of mm. sucked, but it would be a cool <laughs> stage. Um, mm. Or the Water Temple from Ocarina of Time. <laughs> floating up, floating down. <laughs> or in, just inside of Lord Zabu Jabu. How about that? Something, <laughs> something TM from Link to the Past. Like yeah. anything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally. I mean, give that me, could be your give me a stage that transitions from dark world to light world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yes, please. Platforms I'm change. Just... Maybe some enemies can appear as hazards. Let me just yeah. pull, let me just do a quick check because I actually again think Super Smash Flash Two might have your back on that one. I hell yeah. I shamedly shamedly stole an idea from Smash Bros. 2 for the Smash 2 Fuji. I keep telling myself at some point, I need to go in and I need to redesign it so I'm not just literally stealing the layout. Yeah. Uh, I, the Yoshi's Island stage, just like, this is perfect. This is what I want. Please, I need this. So I just mm-hmm. may have taken it, but <laughs> I, I need to good. redesign it. I, I have a lot of things I want to fix on the wiki, and that's yeah, one of them. And- we're going to get to it, that's for sure. Yeah, um, next year, I'm planning to make some improvements. New Year's resolutions. I don't do yeah. those. Um, I stopped them. I realized it didn't work. I think I was like 14. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's hard for me to take resolutions seriously when people, when the people that I see like always hyping up and just like, well, well, it's four days in and I failed. Guess I got to try next year. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oops! What the fuck? <laughs> it's not like an all-or-nothing thing. Like, like, homie, I have ADHD. I've never bothered setting a resolution in the first place. It just mm-hmm. it gets done when it gets done. <laughs> but people shame people who don't make them. It's like, Karen, fuck off. <laughs> um, if you wanted a specific location from a link to the past, it could be something like the Tower of Hera. I 
Let's see. Oh yeah, that's a neat little. That's a neat stage. Yeah, it is, isn't it? What is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, in the oh, skies. I didn't know you posted something. It's not, it doesn't <laughs> no have. Worries. There's no image preview, so I don't know what. Oh, no well, look at the overworld, and yeah, it does transition to the dark world. Neat. Yeah, I mean, if you can do a stage Ooh, like the recent oh, forest in yeah. Smash. I like how the background is uh, the actual world map. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is really cool. I would be into that. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I do, for for this, the, the one that we're looking at, or at least that I linked, was Hylian Skies from Super Smash Flash 2, um, which is, like, a super cool stage, and yeah, it has the overworld for the light and dark worlds from A Link to the Past in the background. Um, I do kind of think that it's similar in some regards to Skyloft, because you're just kind of on this floating chunk of land with, like, locales kind of passing you by in the background. And generally, like, those kinds of stages, like, have been a little bit less interesting to me. Yeah. I think, like, really, the, 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 in terms of stages, like, for Smash, Melee actually has my favorite Smash stages uh, just generally, because I feel like they had to... Unique. Yeah, they they couldn't just like for by and large like a lot of those games were sort of in their transitory phase from 2D to 3D in in a lot of different cases and um, based on that like and also like Smash Melee came out fairly early in the GameCube's life cycle so they needed to remodel things to be in the graphical fidelity of the time True. Uh, so they couldn't just really like import in like yeah existing models like they really had to get creative and and innovate a little bit on like locales that they that they would show in in the gamecube graphical engine yeah. so to me like i i feel like those that set of stages actually is probably the most um the most interesting and like there there's fewer just like direct ports from other franchise or other games you know what i mean so yeah i do kind of I feel like I would like that more than I enjoy like the tour of Skyloft, for example. Like it's it's you're you're flying around, you're getting these dynamic angles of the background of Skyloft from as if you're maybe a bird or a loft wing, but like it's just kinda like I mean, I, I flew around Skyloft a whole bunch. Like I I I've oh seen boy, it. Boy did we ever <laughs> I I love at, at least for flying like around Skyloft, Skyloft, especially in Skyward Sword. Yeah. At least for like Skyloft and Dolphin Plus, like they do stop at different locations. So you have that's a totally bit of a break, true. and you like the the layout will change a little bit. But then you have, I mean, I love Final Fantasy VII, but Midgar is Battlefield, and yeah. uh, Northern Cave isn't much better. Like yeah, they have fun backgrounds. Like Midgar has the mechanic with the summon materia, and then <laughs> um, Northern Cave has the entire final sequence of the game being shown in the background with them going through the crater <laughs> and all that stuff happening, which is really cool to look at a couple times. And then it just becomes, okay, I'm going to fight now. <laughs> I don't know. care what's happening in the background. I've seen right. it. I've played the game so many times. It's currently uploading on YouTube. Just going to say that right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like... Alex, start gaming, everyone. Ultimate... Ultimate and Smash 4, like, there are still some good things to introduce, but they also really started adding in a lot of very samey 
kind of stages. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned Melee was your favorite stages. Uh, I would say Brawl for me personally. Brawl has a lot more of my like top favorites. Pirate Ship. Hannonbow. Uh, Luigi's Mansion. It has some Hannibal. real trash stages like Hannonbow and 75M. <laughs> and, and, and Rumble Jungle, Falls. whatever. Yeah, yep, those are all garbage tier big bullshit. Garbage tier bullshit. <laughs> but it's also, got, it's like, got a lot of great ones too. Stages on but Melee... Melee has, I would say, the second best. Just like mm-hmm. it's got a great new variety, like good platform arrangements. It's not just oh, here's three or four battlefields. Yeah. And uh, and and I think Skyloft also um, was underwhelming because we already had that idea explored with Sunshine and Delfino Plaza so yep. well in Brawl. Um, like, I think very few people would argue that Skylap is a better stage than Delfino Plaza. Um, and it's from a tepidly received game. I mean, both so kind of were to a degree. <laughs> both kind of were, but Super Mario Sunshine kind of got hit with the nostalgia stick by now. And it's, yeah. it's at least a cult classic. Skyward Sword I... HD came out 10 years later and it's like... <laughs> really? Okay. Is, like, is Sunshine considered a lukewarm game? Because uh, at, I at the always love that game. At time of release, it was not liked very much. Really? Uh, people have gotten more warm to it over the years. I think probably about the time of Brawl, it was starting to be warmed up to. Yeah. Oh, but, wow. Because um, I like I fell in love with it playing it in my dentist's office. I was like, <laughs> wow, this is, you know, like, I hated going to the dentist. But at the same time, I loved it because I was like, yes, I get to play mm-hmm. Super Mario Sunshine. And, you know, it didn't have a memory card. So it basically became oh. a how fast can I speed run Super Mario Sunshine every time I go to the dentist's office, which wasn't often, but I I got slowly, progressively better at the game until I finally was able to buy it myself nice. as, you That's know, awesome. a wee little child and <laughs> actually save my progress. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I love Sunshine, too. Um, I, you know, think I think a lot it's a of great it was game the of... controls and people didn't like Flood. Mm-hmm. And then Bowser Jr.'s whole Mama Peach thing, I don't think people liked at the time. <laughs> <laughs> the cheesy voice acting is the a voice little... acting. Yeah, that was part of it. Yep, that um, too. Whoa, Mario. It, it is funny, like I I I love the way that Sunshine like I, I really enjoy it as a game. It is a little jank, like going back and playing it with, mm-hmm. with our friend D actually, like um they had uh they had been playing it and uh it's it, it, the controls are a little rough, for sure. It's a, a little rough around the edges, um, especially it, coming back to it with modern flavor, I suppose. Are, are you playing it on like the newer version or the original GameCube version? Because we were playing it on the Switch, but, uh, I, but I, I, I definitely agree. Like the GameCube version, it's kind of it's better. It is like better. the 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 triggers have better. The like you triggers. actually have analog control, yeah. whereas it's not just like is the water on or off. Um, so I don't, uh, that was actually, that was the whole reason why I didn't buy the, uh, the kind of updated version. Cause I'm like, you know what? I, it's just not the same. Yep. I watched, I think they may have patched that or not with the Joy-Con, but you can at least play with the game controller. No, that, well, that, that's not the problem though. Cause like, this is still okay. click or not. On, click. There's off. no like, yeah. mm-hmm. you can't no like range. get like a little trickle okay. of water or yeah. Cause that's mm-hmm. what I really loved about the original game is you could control how much water was coming right. out at one time and yep. so you just had finer control over what you were doing whereas now it's some just of those like things yeah. on or off <laughs> yeah oh, like the sandbird stages and whatever need that kind of precision 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I watched a, a, a video recently about, um, like, the design ethos of, of Mario Galaxy coming off of the tales of uh, mm-hmm. Mario Sunshine. And, like, one of the, like, core ideas about Galaxy is they, they base it on spherical planets and gravity solely to alleviate one of the big problems of sunshine for for gamers and and people put like playing the game was controlling the camera was not intuitive for a lot of people and what like what works really well about being on a spherical planet is that like you can't get lost the camera is like (laughs) your friend you don't Mm -hmm. have to control it it can just follow you around you don't have to do as much work to kind of like uh, there's not as much cognitive uh, like work because some of the trickier parts as a kid for sure about playing Sunshine where there's like a hair turn that you have to make on a couple like the Sandbird like you have to be able to have the dexterity to at the same time change your perspective move the camera and also move Mario so there's a couple hair turns one of the Noki Bay secrets and one of the Rico Harbor oh, secrets yeah. as as I recall like. You have to do an angle, like a, a camera angle swap while you're moving. And that's hard for a lot of people, actually. Like, mm, okay. dexterity-wise, it's not yeah. easy. I would be awful. No, that makes sense. Uh, I can't tell no. if if uh, if Lister is still with Falling us. Asleep or no, if what? he's just completely I... locked in. <laughs> I want to. You guys, sunshine not, is my camera not moving for you? They, they've learned a lot about design since then with is, cameras. They could, it could be a better game. Is this I would adore crashing? Because it. it looks mm-hmm. like his camera's frozen. Do you guys <laughs> not there. hear me? He's there. He's, he's listening intently to our sunshine sidebar on his <laughs> complete podcast. And utter tangent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, are we back? Can, can you yeah. hear me now? Absolutely not. Uh, we had an internet uh, floopsie doopsie, so that was that was fun. Uh, anyways, you guys were talking about Mario Sunshine in my Zelda episode. I don't know what the hell is up with all that. <laughs> like, did you guys forget what this on topic was about? Because I mean, guys, we on. went we went off topic. Yeah, we regularly <laughs> do. The name on topic is kind of a misnomer. We attempt to stay on topic. We don't know what we to say there. Sure do. We have a lot of rants and sidebars mm-hmm. and sidebars <laughs> for the sidebars, <laughs> and then we complain about Violet for the twenty seventh time in that one's in the single episode. It's a thing. We've ranted about the final season of Game of Thrones multiple times in this podcast. <laughs> have we? Yeah. I don't <laughs> remember that. Let me just do it again. It sucked. There we go. <laughs> there was not cohesive writing no no Lord. but at least they all got a starbucks <laughs> they did they really they really they really did do the thing now mm-hmm. zelda kelly Temple did we hear from you about what stage you would like to page. see in smash i don't think we heard from you about that oh i think Dongo's i was the one who cavern <laughs> Dongo's cavern uh, I was the one who originally brought up the uh, the clock tower. Oh, right, right, at the very beginning. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I guess technically it wasn't during your question section, but I, I did bring that one up. No, so fair enough. I'll I mean, stick it's a by great choice. Yeah. Thank you. I love it. It's iconic. Yes, it is. It deserves and a place. Smash Flash 2 did something right. Now, if only they would finish the game. 
<laughs> it's still it's, it's close. It's, it's close. still in beta. It has Soon been in beta TM. since before Smash Four. Yeah, yeah. Can we can we get medley in the game? Ooh, that why? Because she's just so can, like hold her her lyre yeah. and redirect light. I... Yes. Yeah. Or would and you rather medley and medley and Makar as a duo? There you go. Or or uh, the Prince Kamali, if you just want to get to the crux of it. Who? The the Rito ah. Prince who oh. has the the red pearl. Yeah, medley as an assist trophy would be good, I think. Yeah, totally. Like there's there's a shit ton of characters that they could give us as you know playable mm -hmm. characters. Uh, hey, you want you want some 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 non-humans? How about Ruto? How about Darunia? Mm -hmm. How about literally any of the champions from Breath of the Wild? Yeah. Where the fuck are they? Daruk, Urbosa. Uh, I clicked the wrong thing. Oops. Rivali, where's Mifa on my thing? Fuck. I don't know where she, there she is. Look, there That's they all the are. Right there. Years ago. Uh, like, any of them could be good. Like, personally, I picked Mifa because one, Lance user. I think she's the most important one, arguably. Yeah, uh, of the four, she, she has the most <clears throat> connection, not necessarily to the story, but to Link himself. Like, no, none of the other ones have a connection to, like, or both has a connection to You can Zelda. say that again. <laughs> and then Rivali's a dick. Yeah. yeah. And Daruk is just, he's fine. Daruk is fine. Mm -hmm. Oh, he, he can say that well, again. Like, <laughs> like, I think it'd be cool to have, like, Mifa and Darunia representing Zora and Gora, the two other major races of all of Zelda, but also mm -hmm. having one to represent Breath of the Wild, one representing Ocarina of Time, and if you want to represent the Rito, well, as somebody else mentioned, there's Medley! Yeah. Or, um... To Jake Sugarin. To... <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> like... I, yeah. There, there's numerous characters you can, you can pull from. Even... Some of the other links and Zeldas wouldn't be that bad. Like if they threw Ravio in, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, Ravio, a link between worlds, and and somehow it'd be really complicated to figure out how to make the like the a link between worlds portrait mechanic mm -hmm. work with Smash. But yeah, you could make that gimmick if you could make a compelling fighting move set out of that gimmick. I think that would be very fascinating. Oh, yeah. Cool. You can yeah, you do at least something with it, at least a move or a taunt or something. I mean, it could be like it could be kind of like a a counter, but it says like that's what like I was thinking. Like, like maybe, maybe flip... that's his dodge. He just like flips into the painting mode. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes. I mean, his his moves. I mean, a link to the past and link between world have uh, introduced a number of different items to the Zelda series. Um, and Ravio is a shopkeeper for most of the game. Mm -hmm. Pull in stuff from his shop. Uh, sand fire rod. rod, sand rod, yeah, uh, the one umbrella rod, propeller rod. Uh, he he's a he's a purveyor of rods. Bring them all in. Okay. The rentals, the rental mechanic. I'm sure you could figure out like a rupee kind of a rupee mm -hmm. mechanic. Like I don't know if any of any of you guys have played Rivals of Ether, which is like a also mm -hmm. like a Smash Brothers like game. They have like a, a, hard. A, a mechanic for for their their uh, shovel knight character is kind of like collecting money and doing stuff with that. So, mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, we have anyway. characters that have resource management uh, gimmicks to them. Steve being the biggest example of it. But Hero has his MP meter. Uh, Olimar has his Pikmin. And mm-hmm. I know, uh, Jonah, I think you've made a few um, on the wiki. Uh, I recently finally created the uh, the Savvy Silas from Style Savvy. <laughs> I made that character uh, a Smash moveset. And they have a whole uh, resource management system as well. I guess that was something that can be done. Although, I think if any Zelda character is going to have a mechanic involving, you know, the spending of rupees. Tingle. We, oh, no, it's got to be Tingle. <laughs> that's <laughs> fair. Lympha, baby. Like, that's, that's um, what his whole game is about. Getting rupees. I actually wish we got that game in the States. I mean, you have to play it through importing or other nefarious means. And it's not bad. It, it's it's bizarre. I, I think... Um, if Tingle were released, it, it's kind of like how Wind Waker was not celebrated by Western audiences when it first came out, um, and is now a major player in, in the overall Zelda compendium. Globally, I, I think Tingle, you know, he's still a bizarre character and, and, and whatnot, but he would have been received a whole lot better had it been a little later yeah. in, in, in gaming history. Um, I think a lot of the hatred for him was... The hatred for him yeah, was yeah. from people. How do I put this? They were. We know mm, who they are. Yeah. They. We know. Well, well I mean, uh, another side rant that we went on in, on this podcast in the past multiple times was calling out J.K. Rowling for being a turf. So we can say that people who hated Tingle to the, the extent that they did back in the '90s and 2000s were basically raging homophobes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, do I think Tingle is a bit of a weirdo? Uh, I mean, have you when seen When me enslaved his cousins in the Wind Waker, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> the the vitriol that people post online, it's like, dude, get a it's life. It's not like that. It's not that deep. It's a yeah. video game character. <laughs> not, and considering some of the freaking weirdos that were in later Zelda games as well that didn't receive that ire, like, like the two carnival guys from Twilight Princess. Or Uku, also where's, from Twilight. Where's Birdo's ire? <laughs> if you look hard enough, I'm sure it's out there. But that's the thing, too. I think there was like yeah. a journalistic hate campaign, like from IGN and other, and other yeah. companies at the time out here in the U.S. Um, Tingle is not the best Zelda character, but he, but he's an he's iconic to the series. There for a sure. time, he was one yeah. of these uh, more speculated characters for Smash. He would have a neat move set. I mean, you can you can mix it up with the with the rupee management system, as you said, or or uh, just pull from his map making and 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 merchandising thing. You could you could do something with it. It, yeah. would, it wouldn't be the worst thing. Um, he's not my top choice by any means, but I wouldn't. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be mad. I, I would not be mad with that inclusion. Just be like, eh, better than Piranha Plant. <laughs> better than Dante. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> better than Girahim, better than Zant. <laughs> Girahim is another one. Notice how people actually like him. <laughs> Girahim is weird because, like, the, the the brawl in Smash Four days, a lot of it was just like, "Oh, here's character from newest game. Let's all say this character should be." And it's like, okay, you guys did that for Zant, and that's a lame choice. Now you're doing it for Girahim, who's like slightly better. It's like, no, neither of these are good choices. What are you on about? Stop the drugs. I think Zant was done so dirty in Twilight Princess. Like, 
when they, you know, when you first get him in, you know, see him in the game, you're like, damn, who's this scary looking motherfucker? Like, he seems so intimidating. Yeah. And then they're like, let's turn him into a clown so that, you know, plot twist, the real villain all the whole time was Ganon. And it was like, really? Okay. And it's like they act like we can't have a main Zelda game without Ganon. But it's like, yeah, we have, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, Vati. Vati. Or... As Jake mentioned, the Oracle games with Varen and Onox. Mm. That what that is one of my few like little baby nitpicks as a longtime fan of Zelda with a link between worlds is you have Yuga who is an, an interesting villain, kind of biz- <laughs> like bizarre um and and whatnot, but he has this whole paint mechanic and and it's like okay. But then he, it's like, oh, Yuga and Ganon used together and now you fight you ganon <laughs> it, it's some real mario and luigi rpg bullshit where it's like all right we're gonna fuse bowser with whoever the main villain is here's mm-hmm. bowletta uh Gosh. here's uh-huh. bowsette oh wait. yeah well it's like what dark the bowser yeah uh, dark bowser was really mm-hmm. lame a Link to the Past, I mean, kind of did it too, where Agonim was just like, actually, I am Ganon, but... <laughs> yeah, I wish that wasn't yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like, Agonim himself I, is I, a fun design. I think, yeah. I think, yeah, Agonim himself is a fun design. Would be, like, an interesting, like, if we were to ever to get, like, a Smash fighting, or a Zelda fighting game, or, like, maybe a Smash Echo fighter, like, creating a new Ganon moveset and then having Agonim being an echo of that would be kind of sweet. Or um, Aghanim to I, be the magic version of Ganondorf. Sure. I do think Aghanim himself, like, I think he as a character, like, I give him a bit of a pass for being that, oh, actually, I was Ganon, because he's, like, the progenitor of that. Like, he was... Fair. Like, yeah. before, yeah. like, they, they, they pulled that gimmick out a few times. Like, Zant was the big bad up until, like, the very... I think the most egregious case is Zant being the big bad up until he's not. Yeah. In Twilight Princess. They just kind of pulled the rug out from underneath him. It was just like, and you actually, had this no. really interesting characterization of this, like, very warped, twisted character. And then, like, you know, you kind of take the teeth out of that by being like, oh, actually, it was it was the dwarf himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Gandorf was manipulating him the whole time. So, like, really... <clears throat> And we're it, just going to remove him from the picture key. before the final climax of the game. Like, mm-hmm. okay. And, and then Skyward Sword took, took it to another level. It's like, oh, yeah, we've got this big bad demise, or demise, whatever you want to call him. Uh, and it's like, yeah, not only does he kind of look like Gandor, but also when you beat him, he places the curse and says, like, by the way, I'm going to come back every hundred years or so, but I'm going to be Ganondorf instead. It's like, he he's literally just he's the original Gandorf essentially. It's like cool. Mm-hmm. We didn't need mm-hmm. that explained. It's fine. Yeah, it was kind of a weird design choice there. Just yeah, to, as you say, be like, oh, but now we have to explain why Ganondorf always reappears. It's like, oh, okay, like you don't like you guys can't even settle <laughs> on a consistent really timeline. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we I I could yeah. definitely go on about like the the Zelda canon for sure and like what what are like what are like different compelling twists like i feel like that almost merit also merits its own on topic episode if it's not smash related it's at least like mm-hmm. tangentially related mm-hmm. <laughs> we've done that before too we talked we, about we, pokemon and 
Yeah, we, we've Fox had ideas time. for things to try to do like outside of just Smash, but mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, Wind Waker. I mean, Tetra would would even be a good choice. If, Great yeah, choice. Even Speaking if, of yeah. twist, Tetra being Zelda. Yeah, that, that was that was pretty that was pretty decent. Oh god, that reminds uh, me when we did the Toon Link episode. I had to watch, I, I watched LPs of Wind Waker, Phantom Hourglass, and Spirit Checks, and with Phantom Hourglass was so much pain. <laughs> oh my god, watching that game sucked. <laughs> Playing it was even worse back in the day, to be honest. I remember feeling so stressed out every time I had to navigate the temple. I was like, oh no. Mm -hmm. I'm very glad that the LPR I watched literally sped through those sections. Like, thank you. <laughs> I I actually I have a bad confession that I never got past like the first dungeon of that because I just could not. Yeah. Like coming coming to Zelda like Zelda handheld Zeldas for me have always been button based. Going to the stylus controls, I never it was never intuitive enough for me. And frankly, Phantom Hourglass is like a. As a game was never compelling enough to me to. Phantom Hourglass has a puzzle where I don't remember what the clue is or whatnot, but the solution is to close your DS so you copy from one picture to another so that you have. Oh, that's so you, cool! You copy a map. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool idea, yeah. but nobody figured it out. The people, the way that the majority of people actually solved it was they just got frustrated. They closed their DS and then did something <laughs> else for all. And they opened up their DS and it was like it solved. It's like, huh? What? What do you that, mean I that, solved that's it? That's so funny. It's, it's like, the same what? kind of thing as like evolving Inkay <laughs> into Malamar yeah. by holding your DS upside down when, when you're leveling up. Like it's that kind of <laughs> shit that it's like, yeah, it's it's gimmicky, but it's so cute and it's like nobody else is doing it like that, right? Like Nintendo's God, Nintendo's Rita like Rita always kind of doing doing dumb dumb wacky Shield. things. I swear to God, that evolution is the most convoluted bullshit. Which sorry, Runicrick. Uh, Runegrigus? Yeah, Runegrigus. I don't even remember. Uh, Galarian Yamask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like, can't you remember. Have to I... go, you have to have lost like X amount of experience, or X amount of health, and then you have to walk under a certain arch in the wild area. What? How do they expect people to know this? I it's had so to look it up. stupid. I so badly wanted... I, I really like Runegrigus's design. Or however you say it, or however it's spelled. I. But. It looks. It's a. It looks cel shaded, which is which doesn't fit the rest of the world design, which is so oh, weird. Yeah. It's like, you, like if you just had the same art styles, everything else in this game, you would be fine. But no, you look weird. <laughs> Even in the anime, it looks like I'm looking at the, the screenshots now. Oh, Okay, so we went on the Pokemon tangent as well as the <laughs> Super Mario Sunshine tangent. Yes, where's the Fire <laughs> tangent? My bad. Yeah. I think that we we kind of are making good progress in time, though, and, yeah. and we've talked a fair bit about. So I mean, overall, I think the yeah, point sorry. is there are a lot of characters that they could add to Smash besides just Link, Link yeah. or a Triforce Builder. And sure, some of the other good options are Triforce Builders, like. We mentioned Beast Kitten. Uh, we mentioned Tetra. They'd be good options. If they really want to be weird, they could do like Toon Ganondorf. Or <laughs> what, what do you want to call them? Toy Link? Dream Link from Link's Awakening? That's an option. There's Hilda mm -hmm. from uh, Link Between Worlds. There's Linkle. There's a unique version of Link for you. Yeah. She's got her crossbows. There are yeah. so many options they can do. King Harkenian. 
Guanum. I don't. The guy from the rupees. I think you need more rupees. Sure. <laughs> uh, like lamp oil, rope, and bombs. There Sorry. are so many because we legitimately could get a Zelda-only fighting game. I know technically we can do it with Hyrule Warriors. Not a fighting game, mm-hmm. but it's a Zelda crossover with a lot of great characters. Some odd choices, but there's a lot of great picks in that. I don't know why Smash is just refusing. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know if it might be some of the homogeneity in the, in the character selection might be from outside production, like... Uh, you know, Miyamoto's storied involvement with Paper Mario. Maybe he's, as, as an executive producer of Zelda, like, oh, we don't need to do that, Sakurai. And, he, and then Nintendo's execs are like, yeah, just put the next Fire Emblem character in instead. He's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I like Fire Emblem, but they are... Zelda's yeah. being underrepresented, and Fire Emblem is being poorly represented. <clears throat> like, enough of the Marth versions. We know, we all know the next team is going to give us a Leer, which is going to be another Marth. It's like, great. They may cool. even have literally Marth in the moveset. I'm betting on it. <laughs> the way that, yeah. Um, and we can get the Tokyo Mirage Essence Persona Marth as well. Actually, um, that's Rom. Is it? No, Marth yeah. isn't? No. No, is Marth, Marth is no. not. Oh, well, no thank you then. Oh, Sheeta's in the game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Krom, okay. Sheeta, uh, Tharia. Tiki. Uh, but not as one of the playable characters. Yeah, she's just like in the sound garden um, or some weird shit. Uh, I think Kane is one of them. Random Drug. choice when you don't have Marth. Another nice. random choice when you don't have Marth. Rise, the the main character of Fire Emblem, Miss Shadow Dragon. Um, okay, <laughs> so, uh, let's let's round this discussion up though. I, I think we we're on the same page. Zelda needs to be better represented in Smash, particularly in the character selection. I would say, you know, whatever, Young Link, Toon Link, whatever, knock yourselves out. I don't care if they come back or not, just bring us other characters who are independent of the Triforce unless there's something cool like Tetra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. Um, but to, to round things out, I think um, we mentioned kind of stages. Um, let's let's go around the room one more time. If you could ha- pick one stage and one character... From Zelda to be in Smash, that's not presently in. Who would it be? Uh, I, mean, I was gonna say, give it like your top one to Martin three, Lester. like up okay. to three. Is what I was gonna say because it's so many okay. good choices. Yeah, let, let's do it that way then. Um, your your top one to three characters then. Who who do you want to see the most? Hmm. One last little go around the room. For characters, I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start. Uh, for characters, I think my top, I I would love to see our favorite little bratty wind mage, Vadi. I think that he is in, if not my top one choice, at least in my top three. I think his chances are distinctly lower than they were in the brawl <laughs> days. He hasn't yeah, come back in a while, but but he has. He's got a lot of pizzazz for being a a pixel like primary like showing up primarily in the pixel games like having like both For, kind of four a, swords a, adventure and minish cap is all he's got yeah is that yeah it? really sorry yeah so wow so like i i think it would be cool he just he's sticks also... out to me more i guess he made enough yeah. of an impression that i'm like what oh, a yeah. fun character yeah uh, it's just he's got a cute design like he's got the, the title of being the wind mage like 
there's a lot of interesting stuff that can be done with with him as a character. Um, next, I would say Medley. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Prince um, Kamali. Yeah. Prince Kamali. Yeah. No. Uh, I do think like some form of like a champion would be cool, or a one of the sages, like whether that's Impa, who is kind of like almost a sure thing if it's not for Sheik. Like, I think that Impa would be kind of the the, the character that that gets there. But I, I do kind of think like one of the sages slash champions slash main focus NPCs would be cool to see. Um, granted, I think it's tough to pick one <laughs> out of right. six, the, the, six the sages. Hard with the champions and the sages both, champions. is that there's only two sages that I, or yeah, I'd say there's only two sages that really feel like to me. Cause I, Impa's not, a, is Impa a sage? I can't in remember. Ocarina of Time, yeah, she's. Okay. Uh, then, I, then I say like there, like there's three options for sages. I feel like between her, Darunia, and Ruto, and then the four champions. Maru. It. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Saria. Playable. Yes. All right, totally. Eric. <laughs> finally got that one in there. <laughs> uh, but like of the four champions, it, it would feel weird to me to only to like pick one of them. But at the same yeah. time, you can't have all four of them because that's too many. So that, that's a hard one. Like, the only way that I yeah. really see that part working is, like, kind of how, like, I mentioned before, one Goron, one Zora. That's that's a good way to balance between both those groups and it not feeling weird. But right. I agree other than that. Yeah, I, I think, like, what some form of champion and then... Uh... And Vadi would be my two. I don't think I have a third one. Just Thank some you. some form of a rework of uh, the existing mm -hmm. the existing cast I mean, members. One sage, one champion, Vati. There's your three. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't pick a sage and a champion. I just think like like you were saying about Ruto and Darunia, like having some of the non-human rep in there would be mm -hmm. would be cool. Wolf Link maybe I guess would be number three. Mm -hmm. Wolf Link and Minna. Raru, Kepora, Gebora. Kepora, Gebora, I was thinking oh the God. same. <laughs> same. Or, so, anyway, wanna... those are mine. Sweet. Okay, who's next? Well, I... uh, how about I you, Kevin? Yes. Sure. Um, yeah, like previously mentioned, I, I'm, I'm Vati's champion. I really think that he would be a fun character to play as. Um, my next choices would be, I think, like, definitely Azora. Like, those guys have been in the games for a long time now, and as far as I'm aware, there's no Zora representation in, in Smash, so... There's not. Which, it's surprising, because, I don't know, they're really cool. Like, fish people with, you know, they there's literally fighting moves in the games. Like, uh, if you play, a, like, when you wear Mikao's mask in, in uh, Majora's mask, and you've got your little, like, first of all, you've got your little scale boomerangs, you've got, like, your arm swords, like... There's already moves there for, you know, things you could do as a Zora. Yep. Um, so whether that's Macau or Mifa or like the, the Zora Queen from Twilight Princess, you know, like there's characters that you could draw from to play that. Um, or your idea of, of Young Link with the masks on, like whatever. I think it would be dope as hell. Um, <laughs> so that's my big number two. Dunk and then, on, yeah. <laughs> and then my third one would 
probably be Midna because again, like she's just a fun impish character. She's got a lot of uh, <laughs> fit check. Um, she's just got a lot of potential versatility there. Like again, going with like either her imp form, her humanoid form, her riding a wolf. Like you've got options. Yeah. So I think I think those would all make fun playable fighting game characters. Quick question for you before we move on to the next person. Which game has the best Zora design? Because they've changed a little bit over the games. Yes. Good question. Ooh. I did really like Twilight Princess's Zora designs. All right. Cool pick. I, I yeah, think I, I, I probably go Breath of the Wild for me because you have like a few different fish designs with them. Because like you've got like most of them are kind of like the standard like, okay, we got like a shark body on the back of her head but there's one guy that's like a whole big manta ray head it's like fuck yes well not manta ray more like <laughs> kind of like like a hammerhead shark kind of the order something like that it's like that's awesome i love that mm-hmm the oh. uh I, I thought the guys in in twilight princess were kind of neat because like their fins being their hair mm-hmm. um and i think there was some variation in there like some of them had slightly different fins if i remember correctly and obviously like the zora queen looked distinct from all of the other zoras right um and like their kind of fancy jewelry and armor um was pretty neat cuz in the earlier games like the the models just you couldn't throw as much detail on there so they were just you know humanoid fish people yep um and yeah breath of the wild is neat but i think like Twilight Princess has a special spot because that was where they really like fleshed out the Zora design for the first time, in in my right. opinion. Like the Zoras in A Link to the Past. Oh, the, yeah. the River Zoras. <laughs> the little River Zoras. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, pardon? And the Queen Zora in, in A Link Between Worlds. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the King Zora in Ocarina of Time. Oh, oh gosh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where all of Hyrule's drinking water goes under his butt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> into Lake <laughs> What a guy. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, for me, I have a seven that I'm like, been Vince with me. Like, what's the three, though? What's the three of the seven? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think, like, Midnight has got to be number one for me. Mm-hmm. Great character from Twilight Princess, uh, popular, and also just the fact that like they would have a, we already know they have a unique battle style because they're gonna be on the wolf. It's like okay, we've said before we can have more quadruped fighters. We've got Ivysaur mm-hmm. and that's it. I think still. Oh, well, okay, Duck Hunt. I forgot about Duck Hunt. Mm. So we got Ivysaur and, and we got Duck Hunt. It's like all right, so Midna would be our fourth or third, I guess. I mean, I can't count. Uh, she's on the wolf. Uh, number two, I'm going Skull Kid. Love the guy. Majora's Mask is great, as we all know this. Uh, and you could just do some real weird, trippy shit with that guy. Uh, num- number three is breaks one rule where I said no Triforce wielders, but keep Beast Ganon again. Beast Ganon. True. I true. want that. Now, if we if Beast Ganon was the only new character we got from Zelda, then I would not be okay with it because it's like really a Triforce wielder. But if it was Beast Ganon and another character like Midna or Vati or Skull Kid or Gorons or whatever the fuck, then like this works for me. Cool. Cool overall mm-hmm. list. 
Um, I, I would enjoy any any of these characters for sure. Um, the first, I think my number one character that I want from the Zelda franchise at this junction, there's there's a number of really great picks, and any one of them that we've, basically any one of them, with, with rare exception, that we've discussed today, I'd be pretty okay with. Um, but my my first choice would be the Carpenter Brothers um, from Kakariko Village. Um, <laughs> Naturally. Uh, second second is Dom, Dompe. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> third is Uku and Uku Jr. as a duo. Okay. So um <laughs> these are some great selections here. Thank you. Truly the underdog so votes. I love it. <laughs> uh, I think at this point my number one is also Midna. I mean it's probably no surprise because Antuck and I crossed over with the character a lot on this podcast already. She she was the winner of our first tournament of champions in season one. Uh, too much contention, but, but um, you know, it was, it was a difficult episode to get through since we didn't have a guest on to tiebreak. It was, it was, gah, speaking of lessons learned. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. she's a worthy winner. Um, we did the Smashtopia episode um, in season two for her and, and realized, yeah, there's a whole lot you can do just between the wolf and the hair and the, and the Twilight magic um, alone. Um, I think Midna in imp form on a wolf whether that be a Twilight Wolf or Wolf Link would be, and I think it'd probably be a Wolf Link in Smash, in Smash but either which way, uh, I'm down for. Uh, secondly, I mean, we're not really breaking any any new ground here, but Skull Kid is probably my number two. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little more nebulous, right? You, you are dealing with a looser orientation of, of dark magic here, but there's a lot that, compared to Midna, uh, but there's a lot you can still do with it. And I just, I feel like as a longtime Smash fan and a passionate Smash fan and Zelda fan, I am a big fan of Skull Kid being in Smash because of the community around the character uh, who's, who's pushed for him for years. And also that major tease from Sakurai in, during the ultimate release cycle that, that pissed us all off with the moon. So, <laughs> uh, he, he baited us hard with several characters in the Assist Trophy reveal orders. Yeah. Like, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To- totally uh isaac later on uh ridley and all in smash 4 was bad oh uh, <laughs> that was rude ridley mm. the ridley season smash 4 was just straight up rude yeah <laughs> at least he ripped out the band-aid for waluigi right away right and he's like some characters will still be assist trophies i was like <laughs> i was like damn it <laughs> we, we get bus driver waluigi in the next game uh, if he is not in the next one he's never happening I will be so I, I I will be very sad. I'll be as irate at, at a video game as I can possibly be, um, <laughs> which is pretty irate actually. Uh, my third choice, um, I, I would say Peg Ganon. I think there's a lot of cool stuff to do with that character, um, but just for the for the sake of saying, eh, let's go a little little off the beaten path here. Uh, after discussing it today, maybe maybe Rabio actually wild wild card third pick just for the hell of it. That is a wild card. Other and than it's, the existing yeah. wild cards, Dompe and the Carpentry Brothers and Aku. Yeah, yeah. Error. 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 Your uncle from A Link to the Past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Skeleton King from A Link to the Past, as he said. Yeah. Uh, a random like like. 
Yeah, I wish. It, even up there with uh, with uh, piranha plant would be yeah. a generic like like. So. Yeah. It could be it could be a piranha plant echo if you think really hard about it. I've seen like likes like way too much on like Twitter feeds lately. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. You get a viral uh, tweet, you get to advertise, you know. I I think that <laughs> just about does though. We talked. I mean, first of all, we came to the quick conclusion that no, Smash is not done right by the Legend of Zelda. It's done very poor, actually. I've, I've like in Brawl, Brawl they did great. Melee and Brawl was like, all right, you guys are doing good by Zelda. After that, it's like, okay, but what the fuck happened? Why did we fall off this train? Give us some new stages. Give us Clock Town. Give us Death Mountain. Give us uh, Link to the Past stage. Give us some new characters, whether that's Skull Kid or Midna or Vati or Unopo. You know, <laughs> something. Uh, reminds me, um, my number one stage pick that I never expressed. Ah, yes. Really great plateau. Just the actual Great Plateau at Just this point. the actual Great Plateau. Shut the tower, the tower, turn it into a cool touring stage. And there you go. You got your worthy Delfino Plaza sequel. <laughs> All right. There you <laughs> I don't go. Want that. I, I feel like I mean, it has a little bit less visual interest. But... Get a stone talus up there and, and some books oh, yeah. shooting, shooting at you. From oh, my it. gosh. It'll throwing rocks around or you're fighting on a stage and suddenly the stage gets up and just wallops you too and you're like oh shit <laughs> yeah you're fighting you're yeah. fighting on a stage and all of a sudden it's the talus the stage fights back <laughs> the, the stage Make is it a... the talus yes i would love that, that. would be so funny you can ride uh... the dragons uh through through all of Hyrule. Mm. that would be the dragons would actually just be Ooh. like even if we like, if we did just get Great Plateau Tower back as a stage for the next team, we get nothing else from Breath of the Wild. My one wish, have the dragons be in the background. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. 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 Have them be playable in the well, spirit of this conversation. That's, I don't think that's what... You could cycle through the elements, just, you know, blast the heck out of people. If Ridley is too big... The dragons in Breath of the Wild are too big. <laughs> Nonsense. Taking up the entire screen just without Final Smash? Nah, nothing wrong about that. <laughs> hey, okay, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. <laughs> At least you get some nice music when the dragons came on. It's true. Alright, well, I think at that point... It's time to wrap things up. Any any final yeah. uh, things that we want to say before we go about this topic, or their time on the episode that's not related I, to John O. I would just say like I always, I yeah. always love chatting about Zelda. So uh, mm -hmm. thank you for inviting me on, and I guess. I don't know. Stay tuned for my six-hour rant on why I hate Skyrim Sword. But <laughs> uh, same time next week work for you? Oh God! <laughs> no, I have final exams to write. That's, I ain't got that's, time to rant. Is your final fair. exam about Skyward Sword? Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! It could be. <laughs> it's on renewable energy, which if you could like hook I me mean... up to, you know, like power, use my frustration to power a light bulb, it would be 
incandescent. I mean, Link <laughs> does get those spirit orb thingies multiple times in Skyward Sword. Or was that Twilight Princess? I don't remember which game that's in. But it happens multiple times and I don't like it. Skyward Sword. Yeah. Like there was the there were like the spirit beasts or whatever they were in Twilight yeah, Princess, and you're but like it was in this fucking weird area. Skyward Sword oh, yeah. with the most like I was stress sweating through the uh the what were they called the Silent Realm? The Silent Yeah, realm. that's what it was. <sighs> yeah, make that a stage. No, no, the Silent no. Realm and and just put Groose in there somewhere. <laughs> and I he like just that fires guy. the Grusinator randomly. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry for for what happened with with him kind of being the progenitor of of Ganondorf's lore, but you know, Groose? you went and lose him. Yeah, apparently he was the he's he's heavily hinted at as the as the first Gerudo. Huh? Huh? Did not realize. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it, it was uh, queued up on my on my YouTube subscription. So. <laughs> This sounds That's like funny. some digital gaming bullshit. Like, other than his red hair, yeah, I really yeah. don't see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Yuga there's, there's has red hair. Design, actually, sure. Yuga is a Gerudo. Actually, no, I think about it. Look at their <laughs> face. Uh, I retract Yuga that statement. Yuga is a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I like painting with Yuga. I want that to be a video game. No. Nope. <laughs> Jacob, what you got? Well, uh, also just thanks to me. Uh, uh, always a pleasure to talk talk about uh zelda all things smash and all things off and on topic uh it's it's always fun i think like particularly about zelda i'm also pretty passionate about the zelda series so it's a it's a fun one for me to talk about yeah i i think that uh as far as like any closing thoughts and closing remarks is yeah if if i if anyone ever or from Nintendo interested in in just one one small gamer's opinion, like it would it'd be really neat to to have some more uh, diverse locales explored in the stages uh, representing the Zelda series. So yeah, you just got blocked on Twitter by Sakurai. Good job. <laughs> she, like oh, the, I like definitely the a lot these days. So <laughs> mm-hmm. um. With the robots from Skyward Sword on the ship. There you go. With sand ship. That'd be cool. Yep. Mm. Yep. Honestly. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, with that, I'd say uh, we can go ahead and wrap up here. Next yep. time on Super Cast Brothers, it's another Smash Topia episode, which means we're making a moveset. And I'll tell you this about the character they're round and they have a stick. And that's all I'm going to tell you about them. We'll see you all for that one. That'll be interesting. Goodbye.